Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Recorded live. Hi, welcome to G2 Hardcore, and this week we... L- read or looked over seven comics. Uh, but first I want to say hi to Tej. Hey, Tej. Hi, Holly. Hi, everybody. Um, okay. So, you have a little bit of movie news. Not much, but a little bit, right? Uh, yeah, not much. It's just developments. Um, but, you know, uh, according to every blogger out there, it's the doom and gloom of the DCEU. So, um, yeah, anyway. Uh, ben Affleck has uh, officially, this. he said this, and Warner Brothers also sort of released a mini statement. It was three words, three lines, sorry. Um, he has officially stepped down as the director of the Bat- the solo Batman movie. And, but he's still acting in it, he's still co-writing, and he is still producing the film. And he's still editing the film as well. Um, so he's still doing the majority of things that are really high-profile jobs, considering it's a Batman movie. Um, and, you know, I, I told Holly before we came on, Dude needs to also eat and sleep, you know, sometime. Uh, and the the reason he gave for stepping down was that he's never done. He's never directed a huge spectacle sort of movie, right? Where there's a lot of intricate stunts and you have to add in CG and that sort of thing. And so Warner Brothers said that, or the rumor that came out is that they're supposedly looking into George Miller, who directed Mad Max Fury Road, yeah, who to take over. Genre. Yeah, who who to take over the directing duties. And I've watched Mad Max Fury Road a number of times because I actually really enjoy the movie, uh-huh. and. I think it would be a really good fit for Batman. Right. right. Um, and also, he's done, you know, the the huge stunts, the the you know the the yeah. cars tumbling one over the other, and right. people then on like sticks, you know, looping to other cars and jumping from one car to another car as it explodes. So he's done all that, so he would be familiar with how to set up, how to. Uh, you know, which camera angles and which, you know, how many cameras to set up, all those technical things, he would be more well-equipped to do that than Ben Affleck. If you look at Ben Affleck, he's done very, very small character-driven movies, right? right? It's people in a room talking and then there'll be some action, right? 
and then there'll be some car scenes, you know, with a car chase and that sort of thing. But it's it's not um, the yeah, bullet. Yeah, it's it's not like it's action isn't the main thing driving the movie. And I think with a Batman film, um, oh, yeah. although what I've yeah although what I've heard right is that he wants to do Detective Batman, right? Um, you still need a, a a Batmobile chase. You need Batman swinging from rooftops. You need you know. Uh, an epic sort of battle with the villain, right? If he's going to do Hush, he's going to have literally the entire arsenal of Batman villains to chase down. Um, so, and Hush is an is an action-packed book, right? So, I understand Ben Affleck saying, "I need to sleep," you know, and and maybe eat some food. And spend some time with my family while I'm doing Batman. And I understand him stepping down for the reasons where he said he's not the best equipped director to direct this type of movie. Because I maintain this, and Warner Brothers has always said this, the reason why they give, why they're not releasing 10 movies a, 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 a year, like some other studios, is because they want to make the best movie possible, right? They said that Warner Brothers has fallen down the hole where they've made mediocre Batman, mediocre Superman, and mediocre other heroes, aka Green Lantern, um, movies, right? Where they try and rush the movie. And, I mean, how long did they take on production of Superman Returns? It was a turnaround of one year from script to movie being, you know, post-production edited. It was done in one and a half years, whereas Man of Steel, they took three years to make the movie. And Batman v Superman, they took three years to make the movie. Now that they're getting their sort of groove and and they're moving where... They've developed all these characters. We can release two movies a year, right? We can release Aquaman and Batman or uh, Aquaman and Superman, Batman, Flash, that sort of thing in the same year. But I understand what Ben Affleck said, and I don't think it's the the end of the world as we know it. No. Well, (laughs) now, was George actually named or was George speculated? He speculated, but he speculated from people who have previously, when they said something, it usually turns out to be true. Right. Well, like, if you remember, mm-hmm. was it 2007 or 8, uh, mm-hmm. Tom Welling went to Warner right. Brothers uh, because mm-hmm. supposedly they were going to make a Justice League movie in Australia, and George Miller was going to direct. Mm-hmm. And that all fell through. Mm-hmm. So... Right. Um, but... Well, we know why it No, You know, Golar wouldn't let him out of the contract, you know, let him do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was one of the reasons that Tommy took over. 
<laughs> and that's how, why they got fired. Yep. Mm-hmm. Probably. Yeah, well, they were, there, were, there were other issues when, when Tom Welling was around, right? People, right. I mean, I remember in 2008, there was like 100%, you know, they were going to make a Batman and Superman movie with Tom Welling and Christian Bale, right? Oh, oh, And Batman Begins, Tom actually was, went, but he was dressed as Clark Kent, you know, and they cut him, he ended up on the floor. And um, at least that was what was going around. That he actually was in right. Sam McGinn's. He was just walking. It was a cameo. He just walked by. and But he ended up on the cutting room floor. Exactly. Because Chris Nolan at that time knew Christian Bale could not do this forever. Because Christian Bale told him right. that after Batman Begins, he told him, I'm contracted for three movies. I'm not doing anything with... Robin, I'm not doing anything with Superman because we're not building a world based on my Batman movies. Right. And Chris Nolan, then and there, I remember back in 2009, right, and this was confirmed in the 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 cuts, the behind the scenes talks with the Zack Snyder and stuff on the Man of Steel Blu-ray. Um, in 2009, 2010. Chris Nolan went to Zack Snyder and he said, we're going to start the universe with Superman and we're not going to include my Batman. You need to start getting ready because I want you to do this. Right. And, and that's how long Man of Steel was, was, was in talks, you know, because Chris Nolan pushed for Man of Steel because he said, we are going to do, we are going to restart this universe. We're going to give the world the Batman, Superman, Justice League, Wonder Woman, everything. We're going to give them all of this, but we can't do it with Christian Bale. So we need to find a Superman, we need to find a Batman that can do this. Right. And that's how long ago it was in talks. So I, you know, I, I, I don't normally trust a lot of sites, and I don't say names unless it might be that person. But George Miller sounds like it could be like let's if I had to put a percentage, let's say sixty-five percent, it could be correct. It could be a possibility. Right. Um, oh, and you because me, I thought, oh, they're gonna get the Aquaman director to do it. Yeah. Uh, no. No. <laughs> James Wan is. Definitely not the person to do a Batman movie. I've seen some of his movies, and it's very horror-driven. Right, right. Um, and I think that would be a really good fit for for Aquaman because I want to see Aquaman as this badass. Because right. you and I know, you and I know, he's the king of the largest kingdom on Earth. Right. He can. He he. Literally, Earth is covered everywhere in water. We have water in our bodies. He's in control of all of that. Right. So, um, I I I want Aquaman to be a bit um scary. You know, I want him right. to be an opposing person who could scare yeah. the crap out of Batman. Yeah. Um, 
And I want Batman to be a detective movie. So I think I think I'd I'd really like George Miller for, for Batman. And that's the reason why I'm I'm dropping the name because if you look at it, I loved Furiosa's story arc, right? He brought character, he brought um that that whole emotional turmoil out of Charlie's Right. right, and that would be fantastic to see if you would equate it to Batman because Batman's a very turmoil-driven person. So, yeah, uh, but whoever the director is, I know that they don't do this blindly, right? right. There's a lot of effort, there's a lot of thought, there is a lot of care put into each and every movie. It's not just made to make you know, to, to to they don't really, they want to make the best movies. And I think that's the difference, is that DC is making the better movies. So, yeah, it's fine, right? Um, Batman is, again, supposedly delayed, but I know it's because Man of Steel is coming out in 2018. Right, um, right. So it's not really delayed because it's not coming out to 2019. Yeah, exactly. Right. And I'm just wondering, right, supposedly Henry is on vacation, the longest vacation ever. But, but I how thought he got he... hurt. Exactly. He got injured, right? He, uh, he, His knee is in this huge cast thing, brace, right? Um, and then supposedly... The Rock was walking around with sunglasses on because he had a black or blue eye, right? Would Henry see his eye? Probably. Who knows what happens on set. But And then I looked at Henry because he posted quite a number of Instagram videos, right? And he was, I don't know why he does this to us, but he was shirtless in a pool jumping around um, for knee recovery. Yeah. And for therapy. Yeah, for for knee recovery. Yeah, and we were just like, uh huh, uh huh. Yeah, he's he's half half naked in a pool. Um, and his muscles are like bigger. I I didn't know he right. could get bigger. Oh, he's still he got bigger. Shape. It's not like you know. Yeah, and then then he was doing this thing where he is like rocking on a chair, right, for for knee recovery. Right. And and uh, as he spins the camera around, you get to see his his abs. And I was like, dude's in better form than when he was holding up that that iron the 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 the, the oil rig. Okay, right, right, right. It was a it was a better body than the iron rig right. body. And I was like, how is that even possible? But. Yeah, so he's not on vacation. I don't think so. No, he's, no way he's on vacation. He, I, I think they could fill, They may have to film around him for for certain things. But I think, you know, he's still, I mean, he's in therapy. I mean, they could do headshots and all that kind of stuff, you know. Exactly, yeah. So, they can do all the clock 10 stuff, you know. Right. And And supposedly he's been wearing a hat a lot. So I think we might get long hair Superman because right. because people said people said his hair is is long. 
Yeah. So, yeah. Um, want to say hi to Wendy Sue in the chat room? Hi, Wendy Sue. How are you? We're talking about half-naked Henry Cavill. Yeah. Yay. Um, but I'm going to switch it back to George Miller. Uh, uh-huh. I watched, when I was younger, I watched um, mm-hmm. Mad Max. And right. Mad Max 2 in Australia was called Road Warrior in the States. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there was Mad Max Thunderdome. And yes. Mm-hmm. one year we got all those videos and we had a Mad Max afternoon and we all dressed up and stuff and we watched it. And I mm-hmm. never realized the continuity between one and three. Because mm. uh, Ma- Max's wife, they went to a, a camper place. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the there was a, I don't know what else to call him. There was a retarded guy. That's what they used to call right. him in those days. There was a retarded yes. guy, right? And he saved either Max or his wife or something. But then they, you know, killed I think he his saved wife. his, uh, yeah, I think he saved his wife. Right. Um, and was there a dog? There was a dog. There was a dog, too. On the always, on the farm. Yeah. There's always a dog. Yeah. Well, yeah, and he always killed the dog, yeah. which my son, upsets my son. So, mm-hmm. uh, and they killed his wife and kid, which was horrendous. Yes. But, um, in the third film, Thunderdome, they had mm-hmm. Master Blaster. Remember Master Blaster? I I don't. I'm, three. I I'm a bit shady on. I'm not. I don't remember it that well. Well, I remember two. Yeah. Right. Oh well, my mother-in-law. I, her and I had done. I had her watch Road Warrior. She loved that film. <laughs> yeah, I like I like Road Warrior. I really really like Road right. Warrior. So anyway, um, Master Blaster was uh, there was a dwarf, and then he had this mask guy, huge guy, walk him around. And so the dwarf was the brains, right? He, I think he ran right. the name of that city was the Underground. The Underground, yeah. Yeah, and mm-hmm. come to find out, you did get to see Blaster's face, and it's the guy from the first film. Huh. So it's okay. There's this synchronicity going on, and you talked about how George brings out all these emotions and stuff, and but just story continuity in and of itself mm. was great. Um, so I tried right. to and write you, a sequel to that, even. But anyway, yeah, and and you would need that. In a Batman movie, right. where a Batman is older, Robin's already been killed. You know, the Joker and Harley have already been introduced in a different movie. And I think he would be a very talented addition. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, to the yeah, it'll be good to the just, yeah, yeah it, a Batman movie directed by George Miller. I would be. First in line to go and get tickets for that. Affleck yeah. and John's are writing it, so you don't have to worry about that. Oh, and, and the so. script was rewritten by um, Ben and Jeff wrote it. And then it was tweaked by Ben and Chris Torino. So I actually really, I'm really excited about that because Batman v Superman was an excellent 
you know, Chris Torino came in and tweaked uh, David Goya's work. Um, apparently, they cut all Chris Torino's stuff out, like Clark Kent, Clark Kenting, and Lois, Lois Ng. Um But, yeah, you know. Yeah. Serve them right, they shut themselves in the foot. Uh, I guess um, is of the opinion that Road Warrior was the best of all the four films. I've, I haven't seen Fury Road yet. You haven't? No. Oh, I, I'm not uh, a, I'm, I'm Hardy I, fan, and I'm not a big Charlie Theron fan. You know, and the, I, first, I'm gonna, the first film I liked, Goose. Yep. Right? The second film I loved the, oh, the gyrocopter guy. And, of course, the you know, the kids. I still say, you know... Who's this? <laughs> Captain Walker. Who's that? Mrs. Walker. <laughs> you know, there's still great lines from that one. Um, mm-hmm. From you know, um, Thunder- I'm going to say yeah. that since I can't remember Thunderdome, uh, Fury Road's just a little bit better. <laughs> uh, well, I but, don't know if I want to see it or not. I, you know, I've heard different things and stuff and. I like the the first one was really brutal. I you know how mm-hmm. I hate villains and that guy was just insane. You know, well, a bunch of them were insane. And then in the second one, Road Warrior, you know, you have uh the humongous and Wes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I loved Wes. <laughs> and the Road Warrior, everybody thought he was the Road Warrior when he wasn't. It was the other guy. No. Mm-hmm. But um but, but the girl, okay, because, you know, they had a girl in there, right? Remember? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was the blue character on, jeez, um, oh, I lost it, Farscape. Okay. The All actress right. who played it. Yeah. So, okay. But I was like, couldn't they get together? But, you know. Yeah, yeah. There's never, there's never a time for romance in a Mad Max movie. I don't think so. I yeah. know. Um, but I, I, I enjoyed Fury Road. It's a, it's a good. Um, I mean, I'm not the hugest. I know people are gonna get shocked because I'm from South Africa and Charlie Theron's from South Africa, but I'm not the hugest fan of Charlie's. Right. Don't like her. I, I, I physically don't. I, you know, I watched like maybe two or three movies where she's in it and just don't like her. But I really like Fury Road. So it, it, I think what it is is you don't see Charlize anymore. What was good about the movie is that the team, the director, the writers, transformed her into the character. Right. And I think that's her problem. That's her problem. Is she? She's never the character. She's Charlize. No, I, I think it's the opposite because I've seen her in a bunch of stuff and she's always like the character. And so it's like, well, I really don't, I don't know. I, you know, I haven't seen all her stuff. Like I didn't see Monster and I didn't see, you know, that kind of stuff. So Don't, um, don't watch Yeah. I don't know why she won an Oscar, but, you know. Right. But, um, yeah, I think George would be a good fit. Um, which is, yeah. Especially if he's, you know, if he's not writing it, 
And not that he's a bad writer, it's that, you know, he has he's known for this whole other genre and yes. you don't want mm-hmm. Batman to be Mad Max. Okay. No, no. So, yeah. uh, so No, d- definitely writing is still Ben Affleck, Chris Torino, uh Jeff Johns. That's the writing team. And right. I don't think in what I just said I cannot find a fault in what I just said because Jeff Johns is an award-winning Batman writer, right? Okay, fair enough. He turned him into a god. That That's the New 52. We can't forgive him for his faults. Um, he was stuck with the New 52. Um, but Chris Torino and Ben Affleck are both, you know, Oscar-winning yeah. writers for a reason. So, you know? guess four says that the bad guy in Max was the same bad guy in Fury Road. Yes. Okay. I, 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 yes. I didn't yeah. like it. So, so. Continuity, if you want. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Anyway, we're not here to talk about Mad Max. I know, but. Uh, no. uh, you hit the nerd button. Uh, tell the us nerd. about Wonder Woman toys. Uh, yeah. So, recently there was the New York Toy Fair. Um, there's still no Lois Lane Funko. Hard luck. What is up? Um, I mean, come on. Lois Lane should have a Funko. Period. Lois Lane should have several Funkos. She should have three Funkos by now. She should have several Funkos. There should be one, a classic Lois Lane, right? Because there is a a classic Clark Kent with the fedora and glasses and that sort of thing. Uh, There should be uh, an animated Lois Lane because there is an animated Superman Funko. There should be a Smallville series of Funkos. And there should be a Man of Steel, Lois Lane. Definitely. Right. But no. She's the key. She's the key. We keep keep getting the same line from Funko. Uh, Oh, we just have the license yet. Yeah, I honestly believe that it is a... um, thing with Lois Lane merchandise because I think they don't want to pay the Sheagles and the Schusters for the rights to Lois Lane. Well, they own the international rights. I don't know. I don't know how these rights work. Uh, Or it could be, and I hope it's not this because then I'm going to be labeled as one of those feminazis, but I think it's just that they're, they're sexist against um, non-powered females because all right. of their Funkos are, are either supervillains or superheroines. And yet, Steve Trevor has an action figure for Wonder Woman. Yeah, because he comes with a gun. No, Lois can carry a gun. Lois can carry a gun, a pencil, uh, a bomb. I do, she can carry anything. Carry I, she can carry a typewriter. She can carry, she can oh, carry a smartphone. Yeah. Hello! Well, okay, but, you know, we've got, didn't, okay, so did, what's her face, uh, Felicity from Arrow get a Funko? I know she got an action figure. Felicity from Arrow got a Funko only after she was called Overwatch, which is basically Oracle. So she had to get a code name first. She had to get a code name, which is why I I am leaning towards my mm. second theory that that they have to have a cowl, a code name, a superpower, a cape, 
that that whole thing. Well, we all know who's like wedded to that idea. Mm-hmm. <gasps> There's a thing that Jim Lee said. Kimmy sent it to me. I'll pull it up on my phone. Uh, that is going to blow all your socks off. You're all going to Oh, uh, so tell me he's going, oh, Lois is fabulous, you know, again. It was like, uh, it's he, bullshit. Yeah, uh, I think his punishment is he has to go around saying Clovis is the best. Um, so kingdom come because he got it so wrong. <laughs> well, let's hope so. It's his penance. Uh, it, it, yeah, it, he has to serve penance, you know, for That's the things he has done. Uh, okay. Do you think um, a, a book with a Lois on the cover would sell? You know, we're pushing the fomance now. Well, we call it fomance. I'm sure he didn't call it fomance. No, no, he called it the best thing ever. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I am, like, making ornaments and stuff as we speak. They're in my garage. So... Okay, can you find it? Yeah, I'm finding. I'm finding it. It's it, <laughs> yeah, I have it. Here you have so somewhere. many things on your phone. Um, it, yeah, I have so, it. I, I didn't imagine it. Don't worry. All right. <laughs> um. Uh, dun da 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 Guest number four thinks that Julia Roberts would make a great Lois Lane. Oh, I'll have to disagree with that. I'd have to disagree with that because I think we have our perfect Lois Lane in Miss Amy Adams. Yeah. And Lois um, was originally, oh, da, 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 da. well, she was a redhead on Adventures of Superman because Noel Neal was a redhead. Yes. Until it came out of black and white, you didn't know. So. Um, uh, okay. I have it. I have okay, it. go for it. Hold on. Right. So, recently, um, DC signed over Jorge and a couple of other people, uh, like the Green Arrow team and um, stuff to... Oh, and the, the, the Pat Gleason and... Patrick Tomas, uh, Pat Tomasi um, over to DC exclusively, right? So, so they got a Lee, contract with DC then. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, so, so Jim Lee was at this this thing at New York where they were had all the you know the toys, and then comics were like, oh, Super Sons is going to be coming out, blah blah blah, all that. Right. Um, so he said. Right when they asked him about Jorge and the Superman line because it's completely reinvigorated, he said, um, there's also been a lot of interest in Superman after the events of DC Rebirth. Um, yeah, that's because you not, didn't know what you were doing with Superman with the New 52. And not a small part of that is the result of the return of Superman married to Lois Lane. Uh, and their son, John. And <laughs> I was sitting there, and I was sitting there and thinking, is this Jim Lee from our earth? Did they no, get he's Jim Lee penance. That's penance. That he wasn't penance singing that tune that. in 2011. No, uh, he was like, not everything's about 
Superman and Lois Lane. They don't. I mean, I'm married, now. but you know, Superman shouldn't be married. Uh huh. Yeah. Didn't he say that the world, the, the universe, doesn't revolve around Superman married to Lois Lane? Apparently. Well. Well. And we weren't even asking for that. We were asking for uh, the relationship. We want to see the start and but, but no, he, you know, had to. Frank Miller's idea, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So he would have his man. So yeah, he's doing mm-hmm. penance. You know, Superman's doing yeah, better be- now that he's married to Lois Lane. No shit, Sherlock. <laughs> Duh. How many times we spent then- five years trying to tell you that we were banging the drums and everything else, and he's like, "No, you're getting it wrong, yeah. dude." I'm not buying that book until you fix it. Uh, Yeah, so Jim Lee is doing, I was floored. And Timmy sends me the thing and she says, don't read everything else. Just read paragraph for the first line. I'm like, (laughs) oh, and I was like, okay. right." And this is like two o'clock in the morning, right? But she's pounding me on my DM. So I'm like, okay, okay, I'm reading it. I'm reading it. Holy shit. Am I dreaming? What is happening? Then I asked her, is that really Jim Lee or did they just add his name? And she said, Jim Lee from Earth 666. <laughs> well, okay. Was his handler nearby looking at him like, you better say it. You better say it. <laughs> yeah, so, but he probably had like a, a cue card. Mention Clovis. <laughs> here, here, here's, here's your card. Read it. Um, and, oh, we yeah, did- I, go ahead. I had to I had to mention that while while I remembered it so yeah. Yeah, and then he goes on and he talks about, you know, how Jorge developed the design for John. Uh because apparently Dan Juggins went to Jorge and he said uh you know, they went to the entire team because they were they knew that they were gonna be the rebirth team. Right. And he and Jorge said he has a really good Design for Superman's son, good. Uh, because Jorge Jorge said he is currently doing his dream job, and he, his exact words was, "I'm drawing Superman, I'm drawing Lois Lane, and I'm drawing their son. I'm completely like blown away." There will be um, no color, correct? The, there's no color. Thank is, you, Jesus. In his design, yeah, in his design, there's no color. It's just a hoodie. Yeah. Um. Jim Lee added the color for some odd reason. I know. It, uh, yeah. Majestic, yeah. Mr. Majestic Color can just stay in the 90s, people. Yeah, it's so 90s. <sighs> so 90s. So, and so yeah. we did get a <laughs> tidbit about Supergirl, the TV series, and I saw it in a tweet by Sterling Gates. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I saw the... I think it was on CBR or something. Yeah, he sent me the CBR, but I didn't, look, I didn't have a chance to look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, Supergirl is going to have an episode called Mr. and Mrs. Mixie Mixi. Pilik. Oh. Um, it's actually Ms. Yez Pilik. Um Okay, I'm kind of torn. You know, Mixie is my favorite villain, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, it's just not evil, evil, evil. You know, it's there's humor in it. There's also intelligence. 
there's the thing about, you know, one man's science is another guy's magic, you know, or one guy's magic is another guy's science, you know. That whole, because he's from the fifth dimension, blah, 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 blah. Um, I'm torn because Mixie in live action mm-hmm. <laughs> hasn't done well. No. <laughs> he wasn't good in Lois and Clark. No. <laughs> Uh, he definitely wasn't good on Smallville. No. <laughs> and so I'm kind of like, well, I'll let everybody else see it, and they can tell me, nah, you don't want to even look at it. Um, mm-hmm. Because I haven't watched Supergirl yet. Mm-hmm. I know. I, I have occasionally watched Supergirl. And... Well, I, um, oh, oh, I take that back. I did watch the episodes where they said they mentioned Lois. And my son's like, oh, Kat's not that bad. I'm looking at him like, are you kidding me? I want to kill her already. I want to kick her in her vagina every time she talks about Lois that yeah. way. I mean, I, yeah. It's like, what did Lois do to you, woman? Yeah, and I watched her join the party, and I'm like, no. So, yeah, yeah. but I, I think... Oh, the only one so far in the modern age-ish who's got it right was the animated series. <laughs> and they took... Oh, they got Missy yeah. really right. Yeah. 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 So. Go ahead. I remember when, when Clark... I remember when Clark just sat there in the animated series and he's like, go ahead. Reveal my identity. I'll get a new one. And Mixie's like, you're not playing fair now. I'm going to turn Lowe's into a horse. And he's like, go ahead. I don't care. And Mixie got so irritated. That, that's what I love is that Mixie is very childlike, you know. But he's he's not childish, right? He He's very intelligent. Well, um, I mean, if you, Mixie, could take out Darkseid. Oh, yeah, definitely. He is the most powerful being in any universe. Mm-hmm. But he would rather put a pie in your face. Exactly. Do the other mm-hmm. stuff. And yeah. that's why I love him because it's like, yeah, I could do that, but that's not fun. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Not, I mean, he is all powerful, but he don't care because you know he's not on a power trip. Exactly. It it gets boring to him once because I think. He's been around for about, uh, well, from what was explained on the animated series, he's been around for 5,000 millennia of human years, right? And so he's been around for a while, and he said he did, he was a ruler. But it got so damn boring because he couldn't do anything that he reversed and recreated reality. Right. Well, he so, was originally in Superman Volume 1, number 30, mm-hmm. where he first showed up. Jerry Siegel wrote it. Um, mm-hmm. He was he the a, king of... Uh, that's how you pronounce it. Uh, court Jester. We all know that Court Jester is the smartest dude in the room, usually. Okay. <laughs> so... And- yeah. Yeah. And Lois was involved. Mm-hmm. And Clark, and Superman is a saver. 
Yeah, I I've watched Supergirl um, on and off. Like I watched, like you know, when they said they mentioned Lois, I was like, oh, okay, let me let me see this episode. Then I was like, I completely regret this. Internet, why didn't you warn me? Yeah. Um. And then I stopped watching it. Then they said, oh, Superman's in it, but really all that was in it was his red boots. And then they were like, uh, okay, Superman's really in it because they cast a Superman. And then I watched it and I was like, who, what is, the, is this Superboy? Where'd he come from? <laughs> you fool. Uh, yeah. He, he, the, the one scene, I'm not kidding you, he's shorter than Supergirl. And yeah, he's the one Jimmy Olsen really, really, really tall on that show. Yeah, Jimmy Olsen tall. Jimmy Olsen has to be sitting or leaning on the desk, right? Or like I don't know, sexily draped across the piano or whatever it is, right? Just so that he's not on eye level with Superman because he towers not just above him, but in width wise as well. He's bigger built than Superman. Right. Um, well, so I was like, "Yeah, you have to put." Why did I watch that this? guy on an apple crate? I'm pretty sure they did because in some scenes, you've seen how tall Jimmy Olsen is compared oh, to him. Oh, he's huge. I mean, he's right? like you know, Korean yeah, he is. Park. Yeah, he's he's one yeah. inch taller than Henry Cavill, right? Jimmy Olsen. So he's a tall man. And the Superman that they cast is five foot something, five foot eight, five foot like ten inches or something like that. And like he's just a little bit taller than Gal Gadot, you know. But yeah, and yeah, and then in this one scene, right? I'm watching this thing. I'm saying magic of cinema. He's eye to eye with Jimmy Olsen, like. Since when? <laughs> Don't lie to me. Is he hovering? <laughs> well, and <laughs> so he's he's not even tall, as tall as Welling then. The the no, Jim- he's he's short. No, he's no, I mean the typical the Jimmy guy. Oh, oh no, no, yeah, Tom Welling's long way taller than him. Yeah, he's um, great. Now here's the here, yeah, six three. Um, the thing about it is, is that Justin, who played Green Arrow on that show on Smallville, was right. slightly taller than Tom, but you would never know it because, you know, Tom's a freaking tank. Exactly. <laughs> oh, you know, and I remember Erica always talking about, yes, it's so nice to be with a tall actor. Because, <laughs> you know, they're all, you know, they are shorties. Yeah. No, but she's tall. She's yeah, really she's, tall. Yeah, I don't think she's Gal Gadot tall, but she's close. I think she's she's Gal Gadot tall. Yeah. But, but anyway, anyway, um, like Supergirl is, I'm not I'm gonna convert from inches back. But she's like two centimeters shorter than Gal Gadot, and Superman is three centimeters shorter than Supergirl. So he's the smallest of the lot. <laughs> Apparently, Jarrell was. So, I don't know. And he's oh, oh, or something. I don't know. His 
students with him. He didn't have biceps. He didn't have triceps. He didn't have abs. He didn't have anything. I was like super boy. But he had pound. a contract <laughs> with the CW. Yeah, the contract with the CW. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, if they had never, if they hadn't hired Tom Welling, they would have. You would have had uh, Jensen Eccles as Superman. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. No. You. Yeah. But. But finally anyway. I'm into it. Anyway. From what I've seen of Supergirl, it's meh, you know. It's like I have no opinion about it. Right. Um, The Black Mercy episode that they did. They did a Black uh, as an homo- Yeah, they did an homage to, uh, because it was the... 25th, 30th anniversary of um, for the man who has everything. And so they did an episode as an homage to that book. And I don't know, how old is it? 20-something years old? What? Something the, for the man who has everything. Oh my gosh, that's clear post-crisis. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. 30. Yeah, so it's it's about 30 years. So they did an homage to it, and that was good. I will give them credit. That was a really good episode. Right. Um, but I'm 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 hesitant of. I will watch the Mixie episode, and I'll tell you if it's if it's okay, uh, because it is a Valentine's Day episode, and you know me, I'm a sucker for love. So. Oh yeah. Um, I hope it's okay. Yeah. I will say this though, the the green the Martian Manhunter is really good. They have like a Martian Manhunter story going on and that's that's good. Right. I'm not in it for I'm not in it for Supergirl. I'm in it for Martian Manhunter. Martian the Martian Manhunter is always good. Even on Smallville it was good. He's really you know what, he's I I love John Jones. I think he needs more love in this world, so yeah, yeah apparently you didn't also... get it fifty two. No. Ugh, you're so horrible and you're fifty two. Yeah, they made him Yeah, they made him all battling alien as well. Yeah. He forgot who his Everybody family. had to be a battling alien, no human tethers. Thank you. Yeah, and he was battling on Mars. And I was like But I thought all the Martians died. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, uh they did Cast as well Terry Hatcher in a mysterious role. Uh, so maybe there'll be a Lois and Clark reunion with Dean Cain. Who knows? On the show, didn't um, he play her dad? Yeah, he plays her dad, and Terry Hatcher's playing a mysterious villain. So probably having an affair with her dad. But listen, Lois and Clark, that's like, if they're doing it, I'll give it a pass because Lois and Clark. Yeah. But, yeah, um, but I yeah. love Ter- Ter- um, Terry's scene she did for, what's it called, Abandoned? Yeah. Was it Abandoned? Yeah. yeah. I think so. Uh, yes. Because, you know, she just, she did that in L.A. in an afternoon and, I mean, she nailed it, and everybody was like, "Oh my God, it's loud!" I still cry. I yeah. get the gif 
I see the gifts on Tumblr I start crying, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, and to watch um have small little Lois, you know, Erica watch and you're like, Oh my gosh you know. Smallville, Smallville started the whole let's bring the old actors back. Right. So yeah, right. let's give them some credit, though. Yeah. Smallville. And everybody loved un- Smallville's General Lane. I mean, yeah, Ironside, yeah. please. Now he's, now he's uh, Captain Cold and <laughs> Dad on yes. yeah, Flash. And yes. then they got... Lucy Lane, the actress who played Lucy Lane, to play to Captain, be Captain Cold. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How does this The work? CW contracts. The CW contracts. Apparently. Apparently. <laughs> this is an evil family thing we're going to right now. What's they're going? How could you be Lois's dad and be Captain Cold's dad, too? That doesn't work. But anyway. Anyway. Um, the last bit of movie news is that the Wonder Woman villain is sort of spoiled. Me sort uh, of. By the toys. Sort of spoiled by the toys that were released. Right. Um, for the New York toy whatever thing. Um, and it's Aries. So yeah. Yeah. That's not. I'm, a I'm not surprised. Su- yeah, I'm not. I'm not surprised. I'm not spoiled. I'm not any two ways about it. I'm still gonna go watch Wonder Woman. I'm still excited for Wonder Woman. Uh, you know, it, 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 the DCEU sneezes and people say it's it dying. You know, so yeah, yeah. yeah. Give us a break, man. Give us a break. Really? Yeah, that's all the that's all the live action news. Now that is. Her poster, the Wonder Woman movie poster, is in theaters already for coming attractions. Oh, yeah. I, I saw it. I saw it as well. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what? May, June? June 2nd. Okay. So it's Memorial Day weekend or something close to it. I, I don't. It's no holiday here. <laughs> yeah. Um, Which is what they do here, so... Um. Okay. So, any other kind of news? No. Yeah. That. That's it. Okay. Um. I looked through Death of Hawkman. I read most of it actually. Um. Because I'm always wondering, will Hawkman be the next to join Tim <laughs> Drake and Lois and Clark from the New Fifty Two in Mister Oz's prison, whatever the heck it is. Uh, oh, and that's something else you sent me. You said, um, yeah, I was I was looking through old stuff, right? And there's this one site that posts um, pictures of Superman. You know, Superman. Right. It's called Best of Best of Soups, right? And it just posts like you know his like that speech that he gives to uh, Manchester Black. You know, good. You know, dream save us. Um, and I'm in my world, I'm going to keep dreaming. And so they posted this thing of the Time Trapper. And we talked about the Time Trapper a little bit. Yeah, we did. Then you brought He's up... close. And then... But his color was wrong. Yeah. 
Yeah, I I told Holly that maybe the tailor read out a purple red. I don't you? know. But Time Trapper didn't carry a size. Actually, Time Trapper showed up on Smallville, but they never referred to him as Time Trapper. They, yeah, they didn't refer to was, him as the Time Trapper. Wasn't that the episode? What? Sorry? The Wasn't it the episode Sleeper or Sleep? Asleep or sleeping, something like that. Yeah, it has to be one word. So, yeah. Some, somebody snoozing. <laughs> yeah, and they actually had a red-robed monster, you know, and it looked like yeah. time traveler. Mm-hmm. And we had talked about that all years ago. But anyway, so uh, Mr. Oz, he has that size and everything. So, I don't know. There are old pictures. There's old, the, 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 what's it, pre-crisis time trapper guy, because he's, he's an old character. Yeah. Um, he's, he's one of a legion of superheroes, uh, villains. Yes. And he sometimes shows up as, an older man, you know, he's got bandages and stuff on his hands. And right. Things. And he has a, a walking stick. So, because I was looking, I literally searched time trapper stick. And right. so, sometimes he does show up with a stick. I'm not saying it is him. I'm saying it would be nice if it's him because then Mr. Oz is explained a little bit. Right. And he's more you deep to you connected. Plus, Time Trapper made pocket universes. Exactly. Yes. And I am not I'm not a big, you know, I don't want the Watchmen to be integrated into the DC. Yeah, you know, um I mean, I like the movie Watchmen. I don't like the comic Watchmen. Um I wasn't wild about I don't, the movie either. I'm sorry, but I didn't see what the no, I I said I I, said I like, you know. I like. I mean, they could have put Mr. Manhattan's ding dong away. Uh, they want to see that Billy Adams ding dong. I it, listen when you are. This is like my first movie. Oh, six feet, and I'm watching this movie, and I'm like, this is a bit much for me because I'm sitting in the middle of an IMAX theater and Mr. Manhattan's oh, dong is in my face. Billy Adams. <laughs> Ding dong, it's IMAX. And, yeah. Uh, but it wasn't a bad movie. You know what I'm saying? Some of the stuff in that movie is very real in today's world. And it's, it's, um, it's pretty horrific. I mean, you know, you really can't, you know, me and heroes. I need to grab mm-hmm. onto my hero. So, you know, when the villains show up, I, you know, I've got my safe place. But there was no real heroes in that movie at all. I mean, I was kind of going for the comedian, but then he turned out to be a complete fine hook, so. Yeah, he's a psycho. Yeah. yeah, And and a rapist, and yeah. Uh, But it's, it's a realistic twist on how dark today's world really is, you know. Um, So I appreciate it for being bold. Let's put it that way. Uh, I appreciate all Zack Snyder's movies for being bold and for telling us as it is that the world is broken. 
right? No, like, yeah, like I love that Batman v Superman in 2016, early 2016, came out and said the media is our biggest enemy. And by the end of 2016, the media is our biggest enemy. Yeah. And that's what I like. Like when I looked at so not Suicide Squad, um, Sucker Punch, right? It's right. his own. It's his own uh, original movie. And well, it's Mark dedicated Millar to his. That. Sorry. Mark Millar wrote that. Oh yeah, but it's based on Zack Snyder's vision. Let's put it that way. Like he's not a writer; he's a director. Right. But Mark. <laughs> and I Mark Millar had the comic book before the movie. No, it, it the, it's not a comic book. It the comic book came after the movie. Okay. Sure. All right. Um, and, you know, it's dedicated to his mother because his mother was deemed to the world as a weirdo, right? Because she had kinks and quirks. And he said, and it talks about being an individual. And sometimes in the world, people don't accept people who are out of the norm or strange or weird. And... It it still talks about, you know, bad things can happen to you, but you still have the power to make change in the world. And I admire Zack Snyder's movies for being minus 300, because that's all Frank Miller's insanity. Uh, Nice to look at, but Frank Miller's insanity is like the, the level of insanity you don't want to go to. But yeah. How did we even get back into movies? Uh, what were we talking about? The we we're talking about Time Trapper. You started on Smallville. You started this, Holly. <laughs> Hello, am I still connected? Yeah, I had to take care of the dog. <laughs> um. Okay. Okay. So anyway, so. That's why I'm reading Death of Hawkman. But I like the book. Mm-hmm. I really do. And I, you know, I'm learning about Adam Strange and his thing. And But now they've got Despero. And apparently Despero can be everywhere. And Despero has control of the Nth Metal. Oh, okay. Uh, and oh, then no. there's a bunch of people that, there's a bunch of Justice Leaguers coming in because, you know, the the Sarganian Ron War, you know, that was big in what, two thousands, late nineties. Yep. Um and what and they made one of the Thanagarians Okay, is Hawkman Ron or is he Thanagarian? I can't remember which. But anyway Hawkman is Thanagarian. Okay, so they made one of the Thanagarians who looks like a crocodile. Um made him a Green Lantern. Ring chose Oh, um, okay. but, because I want to see, <laughs> you know, it's quote-unquote the death, quote-unquote, of Hawkman. And, you know, yep. he's very much alive in the book. <laughs> um, and so we thought they were going to pull another Lois Lane, kill, her off, kill him off in the first issue. We're like, how can you yep. name mm-hmm. the look that if you... 
So, because originally it was going to be Hawkman and Adam Strange, and then they changed the title when everybody got upset because they heard that they were going to kill Hawkman in the first issue. And I'm like, another one? Really? But they... Yeah, no, no. They, 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 they got wise when they saw the uproar from the... Superwoman thing. From the Superwoman thing. They didn't expect that. Yeah, don't be trying to pull that crap again. So anyway, so I'm hoping this is the fifth issue. In the sixth issue, I'm hoping that he, quote unquote, dies like Tim Drake died. And they're like, mm-hmm. "Who are you? I'm Tim Drake. Who are you? I'm uh, Carter Hall." <laughs> and he's like, "Okay, why are we here? I don't know. Maybe he's making an army." I, that's the thing. We're like, because if if they take, because you know. The whole thing, Rebirth is a construct of Jeff Johns and Ian Jurgens, right? So, yes. Mm-hmm. You know, as soon as we saw Tim die, we went, oh, Future's End! And then, yes. you know, Carter died, quote-unquote, in Future's mm-hmm. End. And then we're like, oh, yep. so Tim didn't really die and. And so, because he didn't really die in Future's End either, he went underground in uh, Lois Founding. But, mm-hmm. if, and, and, you know, supposedly Hawkman's going to die. Well, they never can get a Hawkman. No. They need yeah. to make him have a Hawk woman. Hello? Yeah, I'm just waiting for that. Yeah. You know? That's uh, so savage in the New 52, he's looking for a Hawk girl. He's the only one that can tame him. Yeah. So <laughs> I have to. This discombobulates his brain so much he's like, I can't be savage now. Um, so anyway, so that's why I'm reading Hawkman. Uh, next month is the last issue. So next month would be, this came out February 1st, so it would be March. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get re. Uh, Superman Reborn what, in April and May? No, in next, after Multiplicity, which is finished. Oh, okay. So I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Let me let me double check. Let me double okay. check. I'm still trying to get, get this timeline, you know. We need to go look at the the secret whiteboard. Um, okay, <laughs> also took a look at Fall and Rise of Captain Adam number two because, you know, I'm looking for clues as to what the heck happened other than what, mm-hmm. you know, what happened in reality and the political crap that went on and how it destroyed most of the DC characters. Um, there's some interesting stuff at the end. Uh, Captain Adam. Okay, Captain Adam was in Flashpoint. Um, yes. In the Superman book. Yes. Yeah. So, okay, let me get down through here. He's a really cool dude. He meets the love of his life. He actually, he gets the love of his life, too. Um. Right. A lot of love going on. Yeah. There's a picture of the Justice League in it. It's kind of shadowed. Oh, Perry White's even in this book. What? Yeah, you're going to have to read it now. Um, yeah, no, They show a picture of the Justice League, but it's the new 52 Justice League because 
We got the majestic collar on Clarky, and you know Tierra's wearing her tiara. So mm. and it's you know that Justice League. Um, yeah. The stupid league. Yeah. Um, so yeah, at one point I don't know. I just was zooming through here to see what was what, and this guy shows him uh, an ID, which was his press pass, and it says editor. Uh, of the Daily Planet, 1998, Perry White. So how far back are they going to go? 1998. That's what it says. Oh. Oh. Mm-hmm. The plot seconds. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, oh, yeah. So there's a time thing going on. Um, Maybe I should actually read the book. But, um, you know, and he's got his powers. Um... Okay, and so then he, you know, somebody shoots him, and it causes like a spiral on his chest, and they can't kill him, mm-hmm. of course. And then he, you know, becomes like gray um, because he's Captain Adam. And then someone, something, he's in a like, uh, oh, what do you call him? Like a time tunnel? Like a there's lightning? Oh, okay. Like a speed post tunnel. Kind of, yeah. And it says, the words, someone is speaking them, says, there was no Captain Adam in 2000. The universe will neutralize any future time paradox. And he's screaming no because he's leaving the only world that, you know, he's known. And Mm -hmm. it says, the time stream always finds a way to correct itself. And he's screaming. And then there's like a pop. Because, you know, he's being swirled. There's swirl, and it's mm-hmm. red swirl in a blue background. Oh. In a blue background. Oh. And then he lands on the beach somewhere. And in the mm-hmm. sky it says, give to 2017 Superhero Fund. And then he says no. He's still saying no. Um, he's red and blue-ish underneath the gray because the gray's cracking off. So he must be in 2017. Remember that was the huge, they had that huge hero fund in the new 52? Yeah, yeah. So that's to be continued. I don't know how many issues of this there are. Um, But that was interesting. Um, we got things about the time stream, you know, hello, flash, uh, but correct itself. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. So DC updated their stuff. Oh, they did? Uh, Superman, yeah, Superman 17, which is on sale the day after Valentine's Day. Uh, yeah, the 15th. It, uh, this I never read this before, and I've never seen this cover before. Um, it's called Dark Harvest. John and Kathy go deep into the woods of Hamilton to find a horror that hungers for the new Superboy. So, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, they're like, yeah, where did this story jump out of? Yeah, I let me see if it's on the cover. Oh, so Captain Adam is two of six. 
so February. Yeah. So it's done in June. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So, so I, you know, I, the reason I'm reading it is because I'm thinking, okay, there's got to be hints in here of mm-hmm. what the heck happened to the universe. Well, we know what it did on a realistic level. I mean, it was when Lee and Harris and had the most votes in the room and completely <laughs> messed up the yeah. new too. Yeah. So yeah, okay. So Superman reborn. See, now they didn't have the story before with Superman seventeen. So I don't know if they like added it in, well, because Superman seventeen. I'm just checking on the solicit was supposed to be multi multi multiplicity. I was gonna say multi city for some odd reason. Right. Um and now they've added in Dark Harvest, which is a one and done book. And then they moved to Superman eighteen. Right. Which is Superman Reborn and that's on the first of March. Okay, so it is so it's March, April that Reborn happens or is it just March? No. Just March because it's it's four books. Oh, it's that's gonna right. be Superman Yeah, Superman Action, Superman Action mm-hmm. and then it's done because they it's done in that month, which I love. So what's we, going we on? Oh, then out. you have the aftermath in April and May. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that was the fall and rise of Captain Adam. He's got mm-hmm. I will go and read that. Yes. Yeah. I was like, Perry White, what's he doing in the thing? <laughs> um, okay, next we have Nightwing. Okay, mm. he's still in Blue Haven, and he's going to date a chick with blue hair. Mm. Yep. Not my cup of tea. Nope. Justice League. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Did you want to comment on Nightwing? I'm sorry. No, it, I mean, can we just have Dick and Babs, please? Please, please, please. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. Um, okay, so Justice League was interesting. Brian Hitch is writing this one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so the Justice League are in a crater. We all know how we loved our craters in the New 52 when it came to Superman. Anyway, so, um, and, you know, like, um, you got the ring people, you know, the Justice Leaguers, you got two of them. And it's kind of like a psychological, emotional thing. Um, mm-hmm. They got taken out, and so now they're in... You know, and they're tr- they were trying to save the world from this giant ship that just you know blew. You know, it was bad, bad, bad news. It was trying yeah, to, bad guys. <laughs> I think I was trying to do something with Earth's core. Oh, where have we seen that before? Uh, uh yeah, I. It was just trying to do something. Yeah. So uh, that wasn't even a point. That external enemy wasn't even really what this book was about. The book was about, you know, they're all stuck in this cavern uh, 
under the earth crust or whatever. Clark's losing mm-hmm. his first because, you know, no sun, whatever. Um, and it's interesting because this Clark is not New 52 Clark. He is from post-crisis world. Right. And um, so they actually talk about how they're not really a team, how they don't know each other, how they don't trust each other. And, of course, when mm-hmm. the, when the um, you know, they're kind of suspicious of this new Superman because, you know, he wasn't the guy with the collar. And mm-hmm. uh, um, so what I liked about the book was because Clark was the outsider in more ways than just being the Kryptonian of the group. Mm-hmm. He basically, you know, Batman saying, well, you're not, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he turns the tables on and says, oh, so do you – so he talks about the Green Lanterns. He says, in my time we had Hal, Kyle, John, even Guy, all Green Mm -hmm. Lanterns in their own way. And so he's trying to comfort the Green Lanterns because they think they're blowing it hand over fist. You know, they just don't think – and so Wonder Woman says, you know, the League needs a Green Lantern just like it needs a Superman. So um, at one point, Flash says, okay, who says what? So Cyborg says, when Hal told us he was leaving and that he'd given his beat to you two, we didn't question it. We trusted that he knew what he was doing and had chosen his replacements. Well, you think you mm-hmm. don't belong here, boo frickin' who, grow up. <laughs> You're here because <laughs> we said you could be, that you should be, and that means something. Don't screw it up. And so Flash yeah. kids grew up nice going, meaning Cyborg, and then Aquaman says, thing is, he's not really wrong, is he? And then Flash says, what do you mean? And Aquaman says, well, right now we don't really belong together, do we? It's not just mm-hmm. the rookie lanterns that changed our team, is it? There's the big red and blue elephant in the room. Clark <laughs> <laughs> goes, he means me. And Flash says, yeah, we figured. So, um Oh, Aquaman says, Batman only wanted you on the team so he could keep an eye on you. Figure out why you're here and what it has to do with the death of our Superman. He doesn't think it's a coincidence, neither do I. And mm-hmm. Clark says, Batman only once told me the only way to find the truth was to question everything. And Bat says, I didn't tell you that. I told my Superman that. And Clark says, really? Well, maybe it was my Batman who told me, you are so alike. We didn't like each other, you know, didn't trust each other, not at first, not for a long while. That came later. He kept Luther's kryptonite ring to use against me. He kept files on how to beat all of us. Mm-hmm. Okay, and we've seen that early on in the Justice League books when Johns was writing. Them. Yes. Yeah. So Aquaman does a head turn and goes, do you? And Bats, of course, doesn't answer. And Wonder Woman goes, well, do you? And he goes, yes. 
And so Aquaman's like, oh, no, Paz says, seriously? Are you freaking kidding me? And Flesh says, why would you even do that? And Clark says, go on, tell them what you really think of us. Cyborg goes, what's he talking about? What do you mean what he really thinks? We're friends, aren't we? And Clark says, it's not just me. He doesn't trust. It's all of us. <laughs> and Wonder Woman goes, Bruce, why? And so Beth goes, look at all of you Green Lanterns in charge of weapons that could tear cities apart, kill by remote control, Amazon princes empowered by gods, kids infused with tech from Apocalypse, the king of the largest nation of the planet, and a man who can move so fast nobody would ever see him coming. Then there's him, Superman. Which of us would stop him if he wanted to destroy us? I don't know that not, I don't know that not for sure. It may not be your choice. I'm just one man, no powers, no gifts from the gods, just my own wits to to beat you. Flash is like, this is us, we're the Justice League. We'd never do any of that stuff. What would you think, why would you think you'd ever need to? And Bat says, Look at what we face. Alien races bent on the conquest, mind control, dark gods, magic. Any one of the things we fight can make you do things that you don't want to do. Wouldn't be the first Mm -hmm. time Max Lord and the Apocalypse Diamond just proved that. Okay. And I can see Clark over there squirming like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He just, yeah, be glad that he's doing it because of what happened with him and Maxwell Lord. Um. Well, uh, what happened with him? What happened with Hal Jordan when he t- was taken over by Parallax? Oh, yeah. Um, Wonder Woman when she was taken over by Cersei. Um, and, you know, Cersei made her think that Clark was Doomsday. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, everybody. Everybody in this team, well, previous to, to Flashpoint, has been mind controlled in some way, in some form. Right. And if you look at the pantheon of DC villains, right. Any one of them, if they wanted to, could take down the Justice League. Oh yeah. With mind control. Oh yeah. So yeah, because he, you know, on one hand, Batman is right. Oh yeah. They are powerhouses. They are powerhouses that cannot be stopped. And so. I mean, if you look at the one time Batman did use the kryptonite ring was in Hush when Poison Ivy was given kryptonite to attach to her spores and she infected Superman's mind. Right. And he, he broke Batman left, right, and center. You know, he had a broken arm, three cracked ribs, and the only thing that snapped him out was Lois. But... Um, oh, here's the thing. Batman, there was two people on the roof, and Catwoman had to decide whether to toss Lois Lane or Jimmy Olsen over the side, so she tossed Lois over the side of the roof. And so it really yep. was Catwoman who broke him out of it, because... I mean, Selena's a smart cookie, yeah. right? That's why, we, that's why we love Catwoman working with Batman. She's I mean, the brain like of she the doesn't office. read the papers. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So, yeah. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm talking about a situation like that. 
Yeah. Anything can happen. So I understand the whole... And I actually really like the Tower of uh, Babylon. You know, that's the story where, uh, where uh, I think it was Grant Morrison wrote it, um, which was later converted into the animated movie Justice League Doom. Right. Um, or is it the Tower of Babel? It's the Tower of Babel. Tower of Babel. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I actually enjoyed it because it it when you when you listen to Batman's side of the story, like you know Brian Hitch has told us here, it makes sense, right? You know, and and Superman, I remember Superman said, "No, keep keep the kryptonite ring, fine, I I get your side of it, right?" He did. You know, it's that whole, yeah, it's that whole. You got to take a leap of faith first, and the trust part comes later, right. So Aquaman goes on, we've always managed to win. Bat says, what if you don't? Would any of you want to live with yourselves if your power were turned against the people you protect, the ones you love? I have to be prepared to make sure that never happens. Somebody has to be able to stop you. Okay. Mm. And Wonder Woman looks over at Superman and goes, you're okay with this? He goes, I wasn't, I wasn't not at first. I got used to it a long time ago. I actually found it reassuring to know if it comes to it, there's someone who can help me, stop me, hold me back. She says, and what happens if somebody uses that information to do us harm? And of course, Bats goes, the information is secure. And Aquaman's like, <laughs> how secure? He goes, very he says, you'll need to give us more than that. He says, it's secure. You'll just have to trust me. And Aquaman says, really? After all that, you're asking for trust? And he goes, yes, mm-hmm. this is how it has to be. You can't know it's the only way my countermeasures stay viable. I know nobody else can. I think I've earned your trust. And Clark says, have you? Look around you, Batman. Which one of us is trusted now? And Flash says, what was it like before, you know, with your league? And Clark says, JLA, we called ourselves the same, different. Seems like a lifetime ago. I've seen what you can all do. I watched you all take on everything that came at you. You're really quite amazing. We're all outsiders in one way or another. But I've always felt like the league was a place we could belong together. We looked out for each other all the time, just like today when Jessica took that shot for Simon. And Jessica says, he's my partner. And Flash says, Jessica, we all are. I don't like this thing where Flashy's like all over Jessica. You know, I don't like it. Yeah, neither neither do I. Yeah. And so Baz says, I'm feeling better now. Let me help you with this. And so Wonder Woman says, we can't keep doing it like this. We have to trust each other, all of us. We can't go into battle without being certain that we stand together. We've fallen once today, but the world, our world, needs saving. This is no time to be divided. Tell them, Wonder Woman. And Clark says, Mm -hmm. whatever you might think, I'm here to help. I have no agenda other than keeping the world safe for my family. That's it. That's everything you need to know about me. 
And Wonder Woman says, the other one didn't have a family? Oh, didn't have a family. That's a statement. Yes, we know, because Jim Willie wouldn't let him. <laughs> Clark says, please, we have to stop thinking of me as a different man. I'm not. We're the same man with different lives. In every way that matters, I'm him and he was me. Big things, terrible things come here to threaten our way of life. I don't know why it always seems to be here, but we are the line in the sand, and I stand toe-to-toe with every one of you against whatever comes. I will lay down my life for that, for you, and I have to know that I'm not alone. Oh, Crikey! Oh, so great. He's such a good zoomer. So, Bat says, you're not alone. Not while one of us has breath in his body. Trust that. Oh, my gosh. Bat is going dramatic. <laughs> Batman went to drama club. <laughs> oh, my goodness. He got dramatic. And Flash says, what he said. Okay. So, now that they all decided... Then they're going to be together. And they're referring to this thing as the Death Star. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bat says, the Death Star had a trench with a hole in it, like shooting womp rats. Am I right? And Flash like, did Batman just make a Star Wars reference? Vic, tell me you recorded that. We could play that at the Christmas party. Okay. <laughs> Bat says, you have a Christmas party? And Flash says, with hats and party favors, we get Batman to read the jokes. Oh, but that's interesting. <laughs> so, I really like what what Hitch has done here. He's taking the Super 7, as they were referred to in Johnson's Justice League. They weren't really, you know, into each other's lives. We were told that Batman and Superman were more into each other's lives than the rest of them. And mm-hmm. here we But we didn't see it. Here we see that they're actually communicating. They're actually, show, you know, you have to talk about it. You have to talk about, hey, mm-hmm. how come you've got stuff on us? You know, and that's just now being brought out. I mean, and it was what? How many years ago did that happen? Oh, it was five. It was just just this week, thirteen. Yeah, so five years ago. Yeah. 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 Batman collected all that stuff right after the kiss. Right. So. Yeah, yeah. He um. Oh, it was it was Justice League 15 because remember he was spying on them when they went to Smallville. Oh, that's right. And and then he calls Clark and he tells him, you know, Aquaman, I have this heater thing. You, I have a kryptonite ring. Uh, Flash, I have this this goo gunk thing that that stops him from running. Uh, Green Lantern, yellow. For Wonder Woman, I don't... How do we stop her, you know? You're the person who has to stop her if she goes rogue. Right. And if y'all are in a relationship, you won't do that. Yeah. Yeah, you you won't do what is necessary because your feelings will get in conflict. It was after they went undercover and... They rescued those uh, hostages, and then Wonder Woman was all like, "We can take over the world, Clark. We can take over the world. Just yeah. you and me." And he's like, "Dude, chill. What?" <laughs> hey. And so yeah, and so Batman was like, 
Not my thing, we, man. You know, yeah, he's like, you know, she's the first one to go crazy because she's halfway there. Um, l- Let's, you know, let's have a contingency plan. Hmm? Right. So, Bat says to, to Clark, he says, um, we'll get you some sunlight. And he said, and Clark's like going to retrieve the world-breaking sphere he pulled out of the core when the kindred attacked. Um, yeah, he just kept that up in his backyard. <laughs> yeah, probably has it buried at the farm. Uh, and then Jessica and Baz share a power battery. I guess he has a controller mm-hmm. of that. And so they make a plan and they go out and they save the world. Yep. Yeah. So this is really yeah, what like I a, kind about, of like a one shot. Yeah, what I loved about this this issue was it wasn't monsters fighting. Right. Some, you know, world is coming to an end. Yeah, that's the in the background, but what you have is the Justice League finally after so long I'm seeing them working as a team. Right. And this was even discussed in the animated movie, if you remember, um, because Steve Trevor comes in, I think it's Throne of Atlantis, and he's like, these people aren't a team. Right. You know? And Cyborg's like, we've never been a team. And... You know, that's all highlighted and brought up. And they never address it. Because apparently, I don't know, I've stopped watching DC animated movies now. Right. Um, and apparently it's brought up again in the new one, Justice League Dark. Um, oh, really? Like, even from... Yeah, they're like, this isn't working. Wada, wada, wada. Are, they going, are those going straight to DVD? Those go straight to digital download and DVD. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't watch it. I don't watch it. Yeah. So the next issue is called Timeless. Remember, we're dealing with time mm-hmm. here, so. Ha, ha, ha. Mm. everybody. Okay. Um, let's see what's next up. Oh. Um, Bat. But, okay, so last week, Tej was like, if it's about Bane, forget it. But the problem was, <laughs> problem was is that um, Batman and Catwoman are together on the cover. Mm-hmm. Bane mm-hmm. in the background, and they've got targets on all the Robins. Now, Tim is dead, so I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, yeah. I was confused uh, by that. I was like, what? Tim, Jason, Red Hood, and Damien. Uh, yeah. Yep. So, mm-hmm. nice cover, though. I like that cover. It's a nice It's a nice cover, yeah. It's a very sort of James Bondish cover. Yeah, and then Tim Sales is good, too. Okay, he's got Nightwing. Is that supposed to be Nightwing on the must because we know Tim's dead? Oh, that's not Tim. That's Nightwing. Okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, this is David Finch's uh, cover. You know, he draws everybody that looks alike. So. Yeah, whatever. Can never tell them right. apart. And I like the Tim Sales um, cover. That's pretty cool. I like the Tim Sales cover, yeah. That's that's uh, Bat Family. Yeah. So, we've got... Um, they're talking to the Psycho Pirate. 
still. And I don't know. I'm going through here. I wanted to get to the good part. There's fighting. There's punching in the face. There's people. Yeah, not not important. Eh, Whatever. Um, And then Bruce Wayne goes to the Bat Burger. I'm serious. And there's a guy dressed like Batman. His name is Mark. He is working the Mm -hmm. cat booster. Um, and so, who's, who's the African-American guy? Uh, he's the new sort of Robin in training. He doesn't okay. have a name yet. He's, um, like an orphan. Okay. So, of course. I mean, it's Batman. Everybody's a freaking orphan. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, be nice, Bruce. <laughs> and, um... What was it? Oh, I guess the guy says, I says, do you want to jokerize those fries? Oh, and Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the kid says, be nice first. And he goes, jokerize? Mm-hmm. And the bat guy says, it's like special seasoning they put on it. But it's like white and red and, you know, green. <laughs> and so Bruce puts his hands on the counter and leans in and goes, the joker is a homicidal maniac, an agent of great a pure chaos. He wants to kill us all just so he can laugh over our graves. <laughs> well, serious there, dude. And the guy goes, so uh, you don't want to jokerize your fries? And Bruce is like, Rrr. and mm-hmm. it says, yeah, no, man. I think he's good. So, we have Dick, Jason, and Damien in a booth. <laughs> This was a good issue. I mean, you know, everybody. It was. Yeah. Everybody's personality is intact. Um, Damien, you know, Jason and Damien are going at it. So we get, Damien says, this is not what I ask you to purchase, Richard. And Dick says, <laughs> it comes with a toy. And Damien goes, I hate you. And Jason goes, <laughs> I'll take the toy if you don't want it. He goes, the toy is mine. The toy is mine. I hate both of you. David just hates everybody. So, Jason says, I know I shouldn't after the crowbar and all that, but I love me some jokerized seasoning. That's <laughs> hard saying there because, you know, Joker killed his butt. Yeah. So, with a crowbar. Uh, and Dick says, that's where you're the rebel, Jay. Keep sticking it to the man, one fry at a time. <laughs> and Damien has a bat mite meal. <laughs> and he goes, if this is a Red Hood action figure, I'm going to kill someone. And so Bruce comes up with his little tray. And he goes, gentlemen? <laughs> and, of course, Damien pulls something out of his box. And it's a red hood figure. He goes, damn it. <laughs> Such a kid. I know. I, I remember doing this with my um, Happy Meals or whatever we used to call them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, you know, when you when you collect, like I used to collect this, the the Batman and the Superman animated series one. Uh-huh. And they'd always give me, like, the villain. Like, oh, I hate yeah. Like penguin and Joker, I have like five jokes. <laughs> uh, no, like can I, can I? Because that one came with Lois Lane. Uh, 
I'm like, God, I just get this man at Lois Lane. Please, please, please. So Bruce says, we should have met in the cave. And Dick says, we always meet in the cave. He goes, I don't have much time. And he says, and you always don't have much time. Come on, Bruce, it's fine. Everyone's tired of Alfred's cucumber sandwiches. We're all here, so enjoy. Talk, we'll listen. And so they all kind of look at each other in silence like, uh, really? And so then Bruce, <laughs> fine. But if Alfred gets word of your cucumber sandwich remarks, God help us all. Mm-hmm. He says, I need to talk to you. I need you to listen. I just stopped one of his men making a play for the pirate. He's coming to Gotham. And Dick turns his head and goes, Bane? Bane? Oh, no. Dick wouldn't say it like that. Bane. Bane. Tom Hardy would, but not Dick. Bruce says, <laughs> so Bruce gets his, it almost looks like silverware. Shouldn't it be plasticware unless he brings his own? I don't know. He brought it from home because he pulls out his handkerchief from oh, his right. coat pocket. And he's got his silverware in his coat po- He brought it from home. I'm yeah. so embarrassed for them. <laughs> because I'll take five sessions. It'll take five sessions, five days to reverse what the pirate did to Gotham Girl. Who cares? Five days before I can destroy the pirate's mask. Five days during which Bane will try everything, anything, to get the pirate back. In the meantime, he is slicing his hamburger in two. <laughs> and the kid says, is this really happening? Is this how you eat a burger? And Jason and Damien are going at each other anyway. And Dick turns to the kid and says, you haven't seen that yet? He goes, it's a joke, right? No, no, this is him. Mr. Raised by the Butler. It's like a thing. And then Bruce puts his fist down on the table and goes, enough, enough. And he stands up because Jason and Damien are like, you know, fighting. They're putting burgers in each other's face. And so Jason goes, first, Damien, you're dead. Second, Bruce, stop worrying. Let Bane come. We'll get together. We'll fight him. We'll win. No. First, Jason, you're dead again, says Damien. Second, though, dead. Red hoodies, right. We'll fight. We'll win. And Dick says, sounds good to me. And I like that in all of it. At least I'm not dead again. (laughs) Although he could be. And the kid says, wait, all of you have been dead? Am I going to be dead? And they all kind of look at him and Bruce goes, no, no one is going to be dead. That's the point. Not after Tim. And oh, they all get sad-faced. No. Tim's not really dead. He's not dead. <laughs> so Bruce says, let me be very clear. I don't need your help. I don't want your help. All of you are to leave Gotham today. Go on vacation without your mask. Or put your mask on and find other monsters to fight. I don't care what you do, as long as you don't do it here. Bane is stronger than you. He may be stronger than me. Yeah, he broke your back. Oh, not this one. Five days. I need (laughs) five days to save Gotham Girl, and I will save her. But 
I won't kill you to do it. Dun, dun, dun. He's leaving a burger place. He'd have the silverware at the burger place. <laughs> you can't and he walks ball. out, and Jason goes, so we're just going to ignore that and fight Bane, right? Jamie says, your command of the obvious is exceeded only by the mo- movement in your hairline. And Jason goes, what? What'd you say? And the kid says, no, 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 no. You can't just ignore Batman. And Duke kind of looks glass and days ago and goes, I don't know, Duke. Ignoring Batman is pretty much the definition of a being a Robin. (laughs) (laughs) And Duke says, yeah, well, I'm not Robin. I'm not dying. Do what you have, what you got to do. I'm listening to the bat. And so then Jason is like touching his hair. He goes, Dick, look at my hair. It's fine, right? And Damon goes, don't worry, Todd. I'm sure Alfred can teach you the lost art of the comb over. And so he says, I'm killing you now, Damien. This is happening. Many have tried. Many with much more hair. <laughs> and so, but Dick's looking pensive and says, smart kid about Duke. And so then later, yeah. Batsy. The bat signals up in the sky. He says, Gordon, I don't have much time. And so it's Catwoman. She says, good, neither do I. He says, I'm here for Gordon. You're not Gordon. No, no, <laughs> no duh. I'm not. And she got a really nice panel of her sitting on the edge of the roof looking at him like, hello. <laughs> he, he says, you shouldn't be here. You shouldn't be anywhere near her. She goes, I know. And yet, here I am. <laughs> and she puts her hand on his chest. He goes, Bane is coming after Santa Prisaka, whatever. If he finds you, if he finds me, I'm dead. And yet, and so then Gordon says, who turned the damn signal on? And so, of course, they're after Catwoman. Mm-hmm. Catwoman, little cow, you're under arrest. Put your hands on the back of your head. She goes, I have to go. And she puts her finger mm-hmm. on Bruce's lips. And he goes, I know. She says, when you need me, he says, I don't need you. And then she leaps off the roof. She says, and yet. And Gordon, she says, stop, stop. <laughs> and Bruce says, and yet. And Gordon's like, stop, damn it, stop. Damn it, Batman, you know you could have helped. And so, I don't know. He's He's got um his, like, battering gun. And he says, you're right, I could Gra- have. His grapple hook. Yeah. His grapple hook. Yeah. So apparently it's Bruce with Gotham Girl at the Wayne Manor, and she needs care because you know she got messed up really bad. Mm-hmm. So, so when they go into the Bat Cave, they see three Robins. Well, they see Damien. Um, Nightwing and Jason. I don't think it's real. No. I am Bane across their chest and they're hanging in in the back. In blood. In blood. (laughs) I am Bane, part one. This was a good book and it was because it has everything in it that you, you know, it's got the. I mean, you know, it's got action in the beginning. It's got the action about the psycho pirate, and now that's continuing. Mm -hmm. And then you see the the Robins, 
you know, and Bruce trying to eat a burger like a normal person, and Damien and Jason are hysterical, you know, and and you know they are. And Dick is so funny because you know he's you know, he's done this for you know how long, you know, and you know it's like he's the head cadet, and he's like, oh yeah. Oh, you gotta listen to Batman. No, not really, yes. No, not no, really. No. Nobody listens to Batman. <laughs> the Robins don't listen to Batman. What are you crazy? So, um you know, it's but you know, they're Robins. They're not gonna let Bats fight Bane on his own. I mean, come on. No, yeah. Mhm. So Like what was the point of this, Bruce? He bought them happy meals. Yay. <laughs> Yeah, and then Damien got a red hood, which was funny. Um, that was funny. Humor in here. There's caring. There's you know. Um, so these really, this is really is a family. It's just not. Yes. You know, put them all in suits and stuff, and you know, say, oh, here's the family. Oh well, they, you know, they're not interacting. They're not. You know, this is normal stuff. They were being normal people. You know, Damien and Jason, obviously. Jason's the middle child, so he has to let the youngest, you know, have it. You know, Duke uh-huh. is like, you know, what in the world? So, yeah, um, this was a really good book. I liked it a lot. Catwoman being mm-hmm. in it was just superb. Um, yep. And they're continuing that, too. And you know, she's not going to let him fight Bane on his own, either. You know what I like about this book is, you know how I complained that I stopped reading Batman after Scott Snyder did right. Death of the Family. Right. Right. Because that was it. They, they killed off the Bat Family. There was no Bat Family, no Wonder Woman Family, no right. Super Family. There was no All family. All the families right and left. Exactly. And, you know, they chopped off Alfred's arm, blah, blah, blah. And what I love about this is that um, Tom King, the writer, is building up the Bat mythology just like how... Because everybody in the New 52 lost their mythologies. And so all these writers are building it up again. And you feel... You know the Robins will come to Batman's aid. You know Catwoman's going to be there to help Batman fight. And, hello, that's why we read these Batman comics. That's why we read Superman comics. We want to see them rally together. And, yeah, that's why I liked it. Yeah, they brought back the relationships. Hello? Mm. I mean... Yeah. Batman have five Robins in five years. That's like manufacturing. That's not, we didn't know anything about how they interacted, you know, or any of that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's like they went through Robin training and died, and then, like, he moved on, you know? Right. Like, it's it's not a cell phone that you replace them with. These were his sons, right. you know what I'm saying? Right. And So, yeah. And the, thing, the other thing was, you had to know what happened pre-Flashpoint, you know, and have that carry you through those stories because there really wasn't any character building. There wasn't mythology building as 
you know, they put them in events. They put them in, oh, we're going to put them in this horror story or we're going to do this. But there wasn't that, you know, multi-layered that we talk about when we talk about Jurgen's writing. He builds worlds. And mm. you didn't yeah. have to know everything about post-crisis because, you know, he builds it as a going. You know, like with Convergence, he was building on it, you know. Mm. And he basically was introducing and building at the same time. With the New 52, it was kind of like they amputated the universe and then they picked up this stem cell and said, here, here's your universe now. Yeah. And it doesn't look like anything like the previous units, only that everybody has, you know, supposedly the same names and same powers and that kind of stuff and you're like, well, well, what happened? Well, well, did they go through this? Because when you go through things like, you know, in real life, if you go through tragedy, joy, whatever, your character is being built. You know, how you react to certain things, you know, was that a lesson learned? And that was the thing about the New 52. We didn't know what these people had learned on their way. And when Superman's case, he didn't learn a damn thing. In fact, he had amnesia about tents. You know, oh, they died when he was a young age. Eighteen? That's the age <laughs> and scent, dude. So, yeah, you don't yeah. forget what happened at 18. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So, um, the next up is superpowers. You want to take us through superpowers, which is always a good read. I, I will do so, and I'll bring up my voices. <laughs> Okay, so superpowers. We open out with Black Manta. It says, meanwhile, in the Pacific Ocean, and he says, outrageously unacceptable. And he sees uh, Lex Luthor's fortress of kryptonite. It says, disgusting. Um, Who dares build a fortress upon my ocean surface? And so he enters the, um, fortress, the kryptonite fortress and Someone says, Black Manta, so glad you can join us. Welcome to the Legion of Doom. <laughs> and that's Lex Luthor. And we see the Legion of Doom. There's Cheetah, there's Riddler, there's Sinestro, there's uh, Captain Cole, there's Scarecrow, um, there's Bizarro, and Gorilla Grodd. And so then we go, meanwhile, on New Krypton. Uh, Brainiac is fighting Superman. Superman's like, what have you done to Jor-El? And he says, and Brainiac says, ha, you fool, Jor-El is gone. He says, the city of Kandor needs a leader with Jor-El gone. And then we see the people voting at the bottom. Some people have voted for Zod. Uh, Zod's winning, apparently. Some people vote for Jor-El. Some people vote for Brainiac. And Brainiac says, I shall rule New Krypton. And so then Prime L says, Mother, why is there fighting? And Brainiac says, stay away from Superboy Prime. And he pushes Lauren and Clark aside. And Superboy Prime says, but Mother, because Laura's on the floor and she's suffering because there's some kind of force field around her. So Brainiac says, Prime, she's she's not my mother. However, we share the same father. 
by creator Jorel. You see, we are brothers. And then Primal says, but I thought Kel was my... And he's, ha, ta, 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 young one. That is half correct. And so then Brainiac <laughs> explains to him, see, we have the same symbols and same green skin, the same technology. Uh, the same technology has created us. It's flowing through our veins. And so then Brainiac says, I know. Uh, and then Prime L, uh, Prime L says, I'm not a robot. He says, I know, and that's the beauty of it. Let's go, Prime L. We're late for the Legion of Doom meeting. And so then Cock is suffering on the floor, and he says, Wait, no, Prime L, don't go. The Legion of Doom are evil. And Brainiac takes him away. And then Lara says, we need to be careful. Prime L can be influenced by Brainiac very easily. We need answers. What are we going to do? And so Cock takes his mother to the Fortress of Solitude, where they activate the crystals. And then they see uh, Marlon Brando Jorel. And he says, hello, my family. They say, Father, it's true. He says, yes. Yes, it is. One second. You still there? Oops. Heard some kind of noise, and then she was gone. All right. Let's see what's going on in the comic. Oh. Hi, hi, I'm back. I was just talking to my mom. Okay. Um. Uh. Then Jarrell goes. I can no longer take a physical form. I can only help you from my spiritual form. It says, but that's not all. Brainiac plans to open a doorway to the Phantom Zone, releasing hundreds of super criminals into the universe. It says, how is my son, Prime L? Hmm? <laughs> it says, Brainiac's taken him to join the Legion of Doom. He's like, oh no. And so Brainiac and Prime L go to the Legion of Doom meeting. And so <laughs> let's look at this. Welcome, Brainiac, to the Legion of... Wait, who's this? <laughs> and Brainiac says, meet my brother, Superboy Prime. It says, in hologram form? It says, that is correct, Luther. We're observing safely and hovering in my in my Brainiac ship. Since, the, since your fortress is built out of kryptonite to keep Superman away, well, it's keeping us away as well. It says, and Brainiac says, nice job. <laughs> Lex says, ah, yes, sorry about that. Minor design flaw. <laughs> anyway, now, what's first in our agenda? Brainiac says, we shall release an army of super criminals from the Phantom Zone using Superman's very own Phantom Zone projector. And then there's boom, boom, shake, shake, boom, boom. And like, so it's like, what? What's that? What's shaking the fortress? And outside we see Aquaman, Mira riding their giant squid. Uh, there's the Flash, there's Batman, there's Chimp, Chip from the Green Lanterns, and Wonder Woman. And so Aquaman says, Greetings, Legion of Doom. I ask you politely, please remove your fortress from our ocean, or my friends and I will have to do it forcefully. And Lex Luthor says, Oh, you think so? And where do you suggest we go? Flash says, A swamp. <laughs> 
would be more like to your liking. Um, and so then they fight, 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 fight. Uh, Legion of Doom attacks the the Justice League. Manta takes on Aquaman. Cheetah takes on Wonder Woman. Chip takes on um, Sinestro. Flash versus Captain Cold. Uh, Batman uh, Batarangs the Riddler, and he's out cold. Um, and then, out of nowhere, they introduce a new member of the Legion of Doom, Starro. And then we have a recreation of the very first Justice League cover, where the Justice League is battling Starro. And Lex Luthor is going, ha, 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 he, 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 ho, ho, ho. And so then Starro brings his little starries down, and they smack, smack, slap onto the Justice League's face, and they're Starro'd. And then we go back to um, Brainiac, and he says, I'm picking up something on my screen, something coming in, and it's Superman. And he says, you know what to do, right? And Prime L has an evil grin and his eyes start to glow and says, of course, and there's evil, evil, evil written here. And so then Lara punches the Brainiac ship and it goes into the ocean. Uh, and Clark picks up Starro and throws him into space and all his starries follow. But then... Prime L smashes through the Brainiac ship and emerges all grown up. And he says, hello, mother, call me Superman Prime. And Brainiac has the Phantom Zone projector and he's aiming it straight at Lara. He says, I'm about to send you back to the Phantom Zone, my dear. So, and what? Continued in the next issue. That's not right. What's going to happen to... Did you... Um, I don't know if you noticed this, but you know how you were talking about Hawkman needs his Hawk Ghost? Yeah. At the end of the issue, when you bought the digital copy um, of Superpowers, yeah. they have a write-up about Hawkman and Hawk Ghost. Ooh! Hi! Mm. So, yeah. That's just crazy that they... Well, that's why he was savage. They're reading, they're reading your mind. Well, I, you know, everybody's like, where's that girl? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she's a very popular character. Right. Yeah, I didn't understand. Well, you know, there wasn't no love in the New 52, so we knew... That couldn't happen. Was she even in the movie mm. too? Nope. Nope. Not at all. And Dia the was... only the only Yeah. The only Hawk girl that was that was in the books was in Earth Two society. Oh that's right. And stuff. Yeah. They used to toy with us with Earth Two. Yeah. Here's Lois. Oh no. 
Where's now that Lois? Dead. Where's Lois? Who knows? Where's not Lois? Now she's a robot. Yeah, now she's... Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Hello! Okay, Superpowers, always a good read. They ended it abruptly. Very abruptly. Ha, ha, ha. Okay. Um, and last but certainly not least, Superman. You want to tell us about Superman? Okay. Yeah. All right. I just, just took a big bite of donut. <laughs> you eat donuts in the middle of the night? Hey. Whatever. Whatever. Um... Let's open Superman. I was I was explaining Superman to everybody who like follows me, yeah, and is interested in Superman this past week because everybody's like, "What the heck is going on with those harmonics?" And oh my God, what's the music? And I'm like, oh, and I'm like, you need to read a uh, Final Crisis by Grant Morrison. B, you need to read the multiversity because it's all explained. And then I tried explaining it to people, and they're like, "Did did you smoke this answer up?" I'm like, "No, I'm just quoting from Grant Morrison." You have to read action number nine. Yes, you have to read action number nine, and yeah, yeah, good stuff, good stuff. Good stuff. Um. Okay, so. Somewhere in in the space-time continuum, the world of prophecy. We see Clark going, ah, as red lightning shoots him. And then we see prophecy looking down upon him and he's going, ah, ah, ah. And so then Clark's in a test tube and he's going, ah. And... Prophecy then tells him, the Superman you say, hmm, you possess the power I need, and you may indeed look like one, but according to my data, you are nothing but an anomaly. Yay! Anyhow, and uh, prophecy, ain't nobody holds up the Superman by the cape like that. Mm-mm. You don't touch, you um, tug on Superman's cape. You don't tug on Superman's cape. Yeah. Uh art was done here by Tony S. Daniel and Clay Mann. And can I tell you, Superman were looking fine in this issue. It's mm. a gorgeous book. It's a gorgeous, gorgeous book. And there's multiple supermen. Yeah. Uh so anyway, prophecy continues. A variable I don't have the luxury of ignoring, which is why I drained your powers. But still I don't understand how you're not on the master list. And Clark says, why are you doing this? All these people help keep their world safe from, and prophecy cuts him off, he says, so delusional and foolish. You're all nothing but insects to the coming storm. He says, your world, my world, will be tossed and torn. They squashes Clark and Clark is like, and then Prophecy shouting at him, Doom is coming for us all. Uh, coming for us, for all of us, sorry. 
Um, <laughs> same thing. And he says, and only when I have the full power of each and every Superman and Superwoman across the multiverse, crossing through my body, will I be able to take the field of battle and stop it from destroying my world. And Clark says, what about all the other planets full of innocence? He says, I will consider them only after I have saved my own. Clark says, so you're going to be the savior of the universe? Hmm. And Prophecy says, yes, I am. And Clark says, you're always destined to lose if you believe that. And Prophecy continues, he says, did you really think that firing weapons from this mere plaything would be my undoing? And Clark says, I'm delusional, remember? And Prophecy shoots the um, uh, Tula and says, I've scanned it. There are no other threats within its hull. And he blasted. says, all that's left is this interminable music, which you can listen to as you dig your own your." Well, your old powerless brethren in a grave of Superman. You see all the different Superman and Superwoman digging their own graves. You cowards, why'd you give up? Um, it's then the heart of the Ori, the house of heroes. And someone says, what are you, what are you all doing back here? And uh, President Superman says, no happy to see you alive, and thanks for not making me the sole savior of the Justice League incarnate. And the Flash says, okay, happy to see you alive, and thanks for not making me the sole savior of the Justice League incarnate. What are you all doing back here, and where's the Superman from New Earth? And Etrican says, the Superman you refer to said he, he'd act as bait and told us not to wait. And the racer, the slashed speedster says, you left him alone out there in the tool in the middle of nowhere with this prophecy freak eating super folks for breakfast without a plan. And uh, some lady says, his plan was us, racer. He didn't want to leave the, the earth unprotected until he was sure it would work. And so the racer says, and what plan was that for him to commit suicide while also losing a one-of-a-kind vessel like the... And then music starts to play. And Robo Batman says, it's some kind of signal coming from the Ultima tool. Uh, locator beacon. And Aquaman says, the ship, wherever it is, the racer continues, it's singing to us. And so then the the Australian dude can never remember his name says I'm triangulating the tools music the tools music beacon but here but how are we going to get there? It's not like we can we have another one of Nick Norton's Nick's Nick Orton's musical engine tools just sitting in the docking bay waiting for us to travel between universes. Uten said it took a thousand years to build this one. And Racer says, guess I better get started. 
machine had, machine had called up the ship's design. Green lantern, find me all the distinct alloys, nuts and bolts and guitar strings you can and meet me in the docking bay. And the Justice League gets to work. So President Suman says, what do you think you're doing? He says, I'm going to build another, another tool, a receiver, and build it fast. President Suman says, you do know what constructing something like this will cost. How much time you'll need to compress. And the racer says, speedsters never think about the cost. President Superman says, I can't let you. And the racist says, Superman sacrificed himself. He's counting on us, counting on me. And I wasn't asking for your permission. Goodbye, Mr. President. Get everybody home safe. And tell Hank to stay strong, that I love him. And he salutes him, and he's off in a flash. And President Superman says, Godspeed, Ray. Yeah. His name is Ray Ray Racer? Well, it's like the Ray. Oh, okay. And did you want to say something? No, that was it. Okay. Um, Then Superwoman, we're back on the, the, um, the digging hole place. (laughs) Superwoman says, what are you doing? Are you crazy? Get to work or they'll kill you. She's talking to Superman. He says, they can't kill me. And so we see the, it flashes between Superman talking and the racer building the new tool. And so then the monster thingy say, the list grows shorter. We see Kenon Kang falling to the ground in a wham. Um, and so Clark talks to him and says, are you all right, Keenan? He says, and he says, Superman, what's happening? Last thing I remember, I was hit by some black goo and everything going dark. Superman says, all your power's been drained. So has each and every super in this hole. Um, didn't think this was the, didn't think this was the way our first meeting would go. And Clark says, neither did I. But don't worry, everything will work out fine. And the monsters are saying, unwarranted consumption of time, dig deeper. And Keenan says, I hate to ask this, but how is this going to work out fine if none of us have powers? Superwoman says, we've been tossed into a grave like garbage. And a Martian man says, and how is it they can't kill you? And our man says, you misunderstood. What I said is that the beast might be able to kill me, but he can't kill us. You're supermen and superwoman. We're all created equal because we all want to help. And nothing will ever destroy that. So long as there's one person left taking a breath with an S on their chest. And then we see the racers built the new tool. And someone says, but how did prophecy get you? And he says, I got him actually. I acted as bait. And he said, why would you do that? 
to break you all out, of course, free you and help you get your powers back. Martian Superman says, all by yourself. Superman says, nothing good ever gets done without the help of others. I've got some friends. They'll be coming along in due time. And he says, what makes you think they're going to find us? Croc says, a little bit of planning and a lot of hope. And we see Ray, there's a, you know, recreation of that cover from Crisis on Infinite Earths where Superman is holding uh, Supergirl. And here we have President... Uh, actually, it's like two covers, but anyway. Um, President Superman is holding the Ray, who's a skeleton now, and he says, Thanks to Red Racer. The new Earth Superman's plan worked and the ultimate tools are in, are in contact. Now we trust in each other. The League stays here to protect our house and go down fighting if need be to keep the multiverse safe while the rest of us super folks and I follow the music. And so Prophecy says, execute this group and bury them. Once I siphon the rest, they can be inherited on top of them and toss this intolerable music box into that hole, too. Uh, then Keenan says, what makes you think hope in a place like this stands a chance? And he says, and Superman says, because it's in places like this that hope burns brightest and we see the ultimate tool come through a portal and Superman starts to glow blue and then all the Superman Superman and woman and bunnies start to glow blue and he says my power is surging back everybody take each other's hand now if mine can come back so can yours and we see all the Superman and Superwoman and so the folks in the um, captured ca uh, capsules all start to glow blue. And there's a little homage to the Man of Steel because he's in that, he's in one of those capsules. His S is there. Um, and so then President Superman comes flying in with all the other supers and says, Take him down hard and fast, people. Let's show him what a few super folks can do. Uh, prophecy says, the multiverse dares attack me. What is happening? How is all your powers returning? And one of the supermen says, we're, bringing, we're done being your lab rats. Another superman says, and having our powers stolen... This is actually Henry Cavill Superman, if you look at the costume. Sorry, got distracted there. Um, and then the assassin Superman says, payback time. And our Superman leads all the other Superman. He says, let's join the fight. Hit prophecy from all sides. And I'm going to skip all this. They fight, they fight, they fight. They punch him, they kick him, they bite him. And 
They cut off his hands because his powers from his hands. And then he starts to disapparate into like pixels. And says, I'm the savior of the universe. I'm all that stands between us and... And Superman says, what's that strange aura around him? And Superman says, the lower half of his body is disappearing. And he screams out, oblivion. And Superman says, he's gone some kind of transporter field. And they said, where did he go? Hopefully where he can no longer do any harm. And he shakes uh, President Superman's hand, and he says, hopefully whatever prophecy was getting ready for to battle was a figment of his imagination of or vain glory. Red Racer died to get the other tool bolts. His last wish was to get everybody home. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. Our first stop is New Earth. And I really liked this because if you remember, we had such a big discussion about how in in the foments when when um Diana wanted to go out and eat fish and chips in London. And Clark was like, fish and chips? Ew, Diana, why do you eat such weird food? And I was like, Clark would never do that because he loves eating food because that's how he discovers new cultures and things about people. Yeah, he's a foodie. He is a foodie and he loves food. And so then he and Keenan are in Shanghai and they're sitting on top of a building and Keenan's um giving him stuff to to eat. I am not going to try and pronounce some of these words because I'll butcher the Chinese language. Um And Keenan says, this show beats meeting you at the bottom of a grave. And so apparently the whatever clock is eating is spicy, tender frog legs. Crisp, ripe cake, nubs, and potato slices with bamboo. And clock's like, hmm, tastes just like chicken. And so clock says, so Keenan, anything I can help you with about being Superman? Questions you might have? Keenan says, oh, just about a million of them. And Clark says, I always found, found it best to start with the easiest. So I'm all ears, Keenan. Fire away. <laughs> he says, why would you want to put fire in your ears? Um, yeah, I really liked that because that is old Clark. He's, that's my Clark. You know, he sat on a rooftop with Nightwing, before he was Nightwing, and he right. brought him food. You, you know, they were eating hot dogs on top of a roof. Right. And that's when that's when he told him the story of Nightwing and and uh, Flamebird. Right. And this is so iconic, Superman. It, it just warmed me in every corner of my body. Um, the whole fight. The whole thing, all the Superman coming together and our Superman being the one to rally them and lead them. And he had a plan. And, and yes, I know Reese's life was sacrificed, but it wasn't a sacrifice in vain. 
Well, um, remember Flash in post-crisis side, too. True, yeah. Flash is always dying somewhere. But you see, that's the thing. They they die, but their spirit gets trapped in the speed force where they can be pulled out from. Right, so. and Barry is a speed force, so that's why yeah. he comes back. Okay, so before we get to the last page, what did you think of, of all of that? I liked it a lot. I showed, again, like in Justice League, it showed that the superheroes became a team. They um, did what they do best, you know, even if it meant sacrifice. And that's what a hero does. Mm-hmm. They, they ha- sacrifice, you know, in order to, mm-hmm. for victory or to do the greater good or whatever. And I liked it a lot. I liked that our clerk told him that they all could do it because he he is an anomaly. And if he can be an anomaly, then they can do whatever they need to do, you know. So mm-hmm. I didn't quite get yeah. the character of prophecy. I was kind of like, okay. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he's just a big bad, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So... But yeah. it was nice they brought but, the harmonics back. It was nice they brought, you know, Soul back and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that they they used the Superman book to sort of incorporate the multiverse. Because right. I think that's going to play a part going forward. Um, right. And here's the thing you know, about that is that We've said this long, 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 long time. As you know, the New Fifty Two, you can't establish a DC universe on Batman. No, <laughs> it has to start with Clark. It has to start with Superman, and I think that's what they're doing with this. Is they're yes. showing? Okay, who else is getting a book called Superman Reborn? I mean, you know, is, is it going to be Batman Reborn? I don't think so. Mm. You know, who came over from Convergence? It wasn't Batman. You know, they're turning no. that wagon around, and right now they're at the, you know, at the, the point where they're ready to go, you know, whole hog and just let the, <clears throat> let the horses have their reins and let them go, you know, at this point. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. The, the two things that came out of Convergence, right, that were the most popular mm-hmm. was... None of the Batman, like I'm talking Batman books. Right. It was Superman, Lois, and Clark by leaps and bounds. Right. That was the most popular book that came out of Convergence. Right. And then it was the Teen Titans. Why? Because the Teen Titans was more family sometimes than the Justice League. Yeah. And... I think that's when it clicked for DC as to what the fans are really missing. And that's why they made Wally the star of of Rebirth, um, right. DC Universe Rebirth, because yeah. he was the one thing that was missing right. in the Teen Titans. Him and Donna Troy, and everybody was, and every year they'd ask him, when's Wally West coming mm. back? When's Wally West coming back? Yeah. Wally West came back and he brought back the universe. I'm like, thank you, Wally. Yeah. Um, so before we before we get carried away, the last page uh, is this huge splash page. And it says, 
elsewhere. And we see prophecy is locked up. And somebody tells him, I have to admire your persistence and, and conviction, not to mention your sensitive ear to the fabric of space and time. The pure willingness to fight that which cannot be beaten, to bite back your fear of the unknown, and bear arms against almost certain doom. Yes, I do applaud you, your bizarre sense of self-preservation prophecy. But you were in the wrong place at the wrong time with a method that was quite unsound. And we see it's Mr. Oz, yeah. the hooded figure, with the fork thing. I, I don't know, he's sticking like a thing now. It's not a, quite. Not a, yeah, it's like a half a fork. It's like a fork that's missing its third prong. So the next one, the next one is Got Milk, and we know, uh, and we know that that book is going to be a sort of one and done book. <gasps> We're getting a one and done Superman book. Yay! Uh, and that is John and Kathy going to the forest to oh. see what's lurking in the dark there. Mhm. Mm. So, let's see. So, yeah. I am going to the dreaded DC Comics website. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I noticed something about the DC Comics um, forthcoming attractions and, you know, that the scroll thing with all the comics. Yeah. They've completely taken out Superman in action. Still? So they don't ad they don't advertise for Superman. You remember how we used to complain they don't advertise for action? Now they don't advertise for Superman. Well, they might be keeping the Superman up reborn thing down on the down low, but Yeah, but that's stupid, you know, just don't put the picture of the cover. Put it there. Say it's coming out. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Click next week. Mm-hmm. Next week is not March the first. Okay. Uh, Wonder Woman sixteen. We got that tree in the background. Um. Let's see. Titans eight. Yay! Yay! Um. Let's see what else we got. Uh. What is this? Look like fun. Oh yeah, Superwoman number seven. Ugh, side hole. Side hole might be exploding. You know what? We got a preview for Action Comics. I know. And she's dying. She's dying in Action Comics. She got a cover. She gets a variant cover of her dying. And you know they're not gonna kill her um, off. And no, I was like, uh, I know some somebody told me I was so rude, but like in a joking way, they were like, oh, "You're so rude, lol." Um, because to the preview, I replied and I and I put DC Comics in there. I was like, Ugh, you know, I love Superman. I love Lois Lane. I love that Lois Lane is investigating. Um, I love the mystery of of Clark Kent. Right. But come on, 
can Lana, can she not die in her own book, you know? <laughs> Don't be messed up action. Exactly. And somebody replied with this that she's so, it's so right, but you like said everything that everybody else was keeping in. I'm like, come on. Well, here's here's okay, here's the other I was thinking about this today. I'm sitting there going, Okay, so Steel brings Lana's body to the Fortress of Solitude. Right. Uh-huh. I'm sitting there going, okay, where the hell was Superman when New 52 Lois died? Because my, yeah. you know, Superman would always save a Lois, whether it was his Lois mm-hmm. or not. Yep. Mm-hmm. But no. We have to be tortured with this Lana Blang character. Oh, I'm crazy as hell, but... No, I'm Superwoman, you know, and, you know, so what if she implodes? I don't care. Let her be done. But then, you know, the the torture is it's not going to be over. They're going to make her just as miserable, you know. I died, you know. Yeah, they're going to make her the ghost that doesn't go away. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm sitting there going, what the heck? Although we did. Yeah, we. Who saw Lois? When Who saw Lois when she was talking? Was that Tracy? The Bazaari. No, the Bazaari. Oh. The... Okay. Yeah. So, Bazaari is our only hope. That's crazy. Um. So, yeah, we did get a preview of Side Ho. Oh, my God. We got a preview. I didn't read it. He gave it to me. No, that's action. Action. Oh, I don't know. I'm sorry. Yeah, that was action. I didn't read it. I didn't read Saito. Um, Supergirl number six has Superman in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, are the owls coming back? Oh, it's a graphic novel. No. Uh, Red Hood and the Outlaws, Red Hood's going to shoot Bizarro in the back of the head. Isn't that kind of stupid? Anyway. And poor Bizarro. Poor Bizarro just sniffing his flowers. He's finding his own Bizarro. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. New Super Dash Man. We've got the Chinese, whatever you call them, Justice League, whatever they're calling themselves this week. Um... (laughs) Justice League and Power Rangers, number two. Tej will be reading Yay. That. I'll be reading that. Uh, Justice League of America Rebirth, number one, which is Batman and Lobo, and I assume Harley's in that mess. Ugh, why is Harley in that mess? I don't know. Anyway. Is she? I don't know. There's a blonde there. I don't no, know. no, I don't think so. Is that Mr. Sorrow with the mask thing? I am. Oh, I went to a different week. Killer, 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 killer Frost is there. Who else is there? I don't know. I went to a different week. Sorry. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, there we go. 8th February is next week. Okay. Well, there's an interesting cover on Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps. We've got mm-hmm. a guy who's a blue lantern, but he's sitting like Mister Doctor Manhattan. But uh, that could just be I don't know, Coinkadinks. 
Oh, no, no, that is Saint Walker. He is the Lantern of Hope. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. See, I know all my DC characters. You do know your lanterns. I don't know the lanterns. Uh, I, I don't know why. I don't know why all the lanterns just stuck in my head. Because you have all the rings. That's why. True, true that. Detective yeah. only, doesn't look yeah. good. Not to me, anyway. The only, the only ring I don't have and I don't want it is the ring of rage because that's, like, not my thing. Right. Uh, um... Coming out with a graphic novel, Wonder Woman and Her Greatest Battles. Is she going to be fighting Jim Lee? What? Maybe she's fighting Jim Lee. I'll buy that book if she's kicking Jim Lee in the butt. Yeah. Yep. So we're going to have quite a few books to be reading. We'll be Wonder Woman, Titans, Action, which we didn't see the cover for. Side Hub. No. So next week looks pretty good as well. Mhm. We just, you know, I can, oh, we yeah, in the action preview, Clark Kent. They kind of did parallels where they had Clark Kent, White Smith. Mhm. Yeah, that guy <laughs> ripping his, you know, shirt open for the ass, and then the mystery Clark doing something mm-hmm. similar because he, he thinks Lois is in danger and he wants to, you know, take care of her and be, you know, protect her and stuff. I'm sitting there going, really? Because mm-hmm. he's you making comments. He you want me to read it? You want me to read it? Okay. So we, we open up in Metropolis, Clark Kent's apartment, and he's shaving and he's like, what was I thinking? Why did it take me so long to realize how Special Lois is, and I'm like, what? And I'm like, damn, where'd you come from, son? (laughs) And then we in Hamilton County, the Smith family farm, and Clark's fixing the radiator, and he's like, okay, and then, uh, okay, okay, I I can't call them both Clark. Um, Mystery. Okay, so Superman's. Yeah. yeah, Superman's fixing the radiator. Clark is putting on his glasses, and then he's like, she's walking into a den of vipers. She needs me. And then Superman's like, what's that? Because he can hear beep, 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 beep. Intruder alarm at the fortress. This is, and he pulls off his glasses, as Clark can pulls on his, his and his coat, and he's running out, and he says, a job for Clark Kent. And Superman says, a job for Superman. And he's ripping his shirt open. We love that. And then we did not have shirt rips in the New 52 because so, he had the he had the armor that activated. So Right. And and Any. it was a job for us, remember? <laughs> anyway. Um, John. So in <laughs> so in the Himalayas, um, Clark is flying. Uh, Superman is flying, rather. It says a six six tons of boulder moved aside. Footprints in the snow. No doubt about it. Someone's in there. And 
and then he's like, you! And then we see a splash page of Theo holding Blana. Mm. And we're like, and I'm like, Ugh. Yeah. uh. And Steel's like, she's dying, help me. So I'm like, Clark, just go back to fixing your radiator. It's yeah, fine. she's a lost she cause. Die. He didn't save she Lois, so you might as well save her. And yeah, she can die. It's fine. She can die. It's okay. Doesn't... Fuck. Yeah, by the way, folks, as in December, it had 25,000 orders, which is well below yeah. 30,000, boys and girls. And we're only on issue it, it, what? Eight? Issue five. Issue five? five? Yeah, because tomorrow, uh, the next week is issue six. Right, and we'll have the numbers eight? for January out by that time, probably. Hopefully. Yeah, it's 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 doing worse than the foam man. Yeah. Kill it. That's another bad idea. Well, it's a rebirth book, says Jimenez. No, it's not. It's a new 52 book. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, then we go to Metropolis, and Maggie Sawyer's like, have you people lost your minds? And we see there's a surveillance crew with Clark, and he's like, don't be harsh, Captain Sawyer. We're letting you in on the case you're sure to get a positive recognition for. And Maggie says, first of all, letting me in, I'm in charge of the MSCU. A super criminal doesn't sneeze in this town until until they check with me first. Secondly, in what universe is letting you run your own undercover operation a good idea? And with Lois Lane right in the middle of it? Sounds like this get reporters killed, Kent. That's the other reason we called you in, Maggie. We get the story, but you get the bus. And make sure Lois doesn't get hurt. And then we get Lois's thought boxes, and it says, Been a long time since I last went undercover. It's exhilarating and scary. And we see her, she's waitressing, and she's got a blonde wig on. That's where it ends. Minus Blana. Minus Blana. Uh, it's a good preview. Yeah. Real Lois Lane doesn't need Blana. Nope. Neither did New 52 Clark either. Oh, I taught no, him yeah. he knew about being a hero. Well, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, Lana, if you're so special, you should have opened your own superhero college or something. Then. Yeah. I thought Batman how to backflip. Yeah. I thought Batman how to backflip. Yeah, she, you know, in the meantime, you know, she's got so much self-loathing, she's nuttier in her fruitcake. Oh, I like, I like my drugs better than I like my man. Whatever. No, no, no. She likes her drugs more than her man. (laughs) That's what I said. (laughs) <laughs> it's like your man is steel, John Henry Irons. What is what wrong is your with problem, you, woman? I like my truck. Hey. My man. What? What? That's so I wrong. Want steel to hear that. I want, yeah, I want steel to hear that and drop her like a hot potato. Hmm? Talk about you know. 
that's bitchy. That's mm. that's she's that's against males. Exactly. Yeah. You know. Yeah, those are the 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 ball busting women that you hear of. Ball busting. That's just stupid. You know what? I'm sick of this character. Nobody likes her. But you know, no, nobody like, likes oh, her. Oh, it's wonderful. You know, like no, it's not. It sucks. Mm-hmm. If it was so wonderful, Phil, why is nobody buying your book? Yeah. Why everybody griping because she's in action? Why? We've got a Lois in action. We don't need a Lana now. You know, Lana has to be the center of attention. Yeah, apparently. It just it just reeks of, you know, they can't push Wonder Woman anymore. So now they're going to push, trying mm-hmm. to, you know, you know, so then they shifted Lana in there, and now they're still pushing Lana. And it's like, mm-hmm. if anybody should have died, it should have been Lana, because she didn't want the job anyway. True. Mm-hmm. Lois at least did something. Yeah, so is Lois a thought, is B-52 Lois a thought form or what? Um, who knows? I think I'm hoping that she's alive and she's sort of an astro projection thing. The time space continuum with Clark somewhere. So, so. They're in limbo with Tim Drake. (laughs) They're in limbo with Tim Drake. Multiversity, and he was explaining things to people because he had the, like a Q and A on um, Twitter. Yeah, and I, I asked him. I told him it has nothing to do with this arc, with the future arc. I don't want to know about Superman Reborn. I don't know about anything. Can I just get an answer or an indication of anything? Can we get a Superman and Lois? romantic storyline? Can, can we just get, like, a one-and-done romance between them? Yeah. And he didn't answer me, but he faved it, and he sent me a winky face, so... Really? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Cool. You know? So they are doing you know? the wild thing in limbo while Tim Drake's trying to escape. 
Put him, Drake. That's why he's trying to escape. But get me out of here. I can't sleep. They're at it all the time. What's up with that? They don't stop. <laughs> so, well, I guess that's going to be our show because, you know, Tesh has to get a bed. Mm-hmm. Yes. Bedge bought the um, DC Comics graphic novel collection, Superman, Man of Steel. So that's going to be my reading for tonight, even though I've read it before. Oh, you mean from I love Crisis? The, yeah, the John cool. Byrne one. Yeah. Yeah. That's good read. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love this line here where he says, I cherish always the memories Jarrell and Lara gave me but only as cautious mementos of my life that might have been. Krypton bred me, but it was Earth that gave me all I am, all that matters. It was Krypton that made me Superman, but it's Earth that makes me human. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Yeah, that's some good, that's some good Superman over there. Yep. And some good Lois. Yep. Mhm. Ooh, I've got a bonus. Action Comics number one. Look at that. Ooh. Ooh. There you Yay. go. There we go. Hold on, hold on. You needn't be afraid of me. I won't harm you. Yay. Yep, yep. And Lois slapping the, the gangster. Yeah. Why you? Yep. And the red dress. Yep. Yeah, good stuff. Oh, this is a good buy. Yeah, oh, yes. that about it. That's all right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, not buying the next volume. <laughs> Which is what? Uh, the, the next one is DC Comics Batman, A Death in the Family. Don't forget that. No, I'll buy the one after that. It's Lex Luthor, Man of Steel. Ah. Mm. I like that. It's a good Lex story. Mm. That was a good. That was a good. Uh, um, it. Man, what do I want to call it? Run, on. Uh, it was a. Yeah. It was interesting. It was a it's good. Out from Lex's point of view. I liked it. It was very, very intellectual and interesting and and Even different too. It was like it took you behind the character. He just wasn't a facade, you know. Oh, I'm the big bad. So. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Some good, some good stuff. Yeah. Yep. Okie dokie. Well, we'll be back next yep. week with action. Side ho, mm-hmm. Wonder Woman, um, Titan. Yeah. Good comics next week. Yep. yep. So everybody have a great week. Enjoy your comics. Thank you so much, Tej, for the great show. Thank you for keeping me company into wee hours of the morning. <laughs> <laughs> what time is it? Um, almost three. Almost three. Oh my goodness! So you're yeah. more than five hours. Uh, seven. Yeah, only when you guys are in winter. Um, because you guys change your clocks back one hour. Remember? Right. So, but but then in the summer, I'm six hours ahead of you. Six. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All righty, Rue. Okie dokie. Great. Take care. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Good night, everyone. Good night. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. 
At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.